0: How many people have to die for you to get a little booger sugar?
1: You're listening to the only podcast in the universe where clothing is optional, but pot is not. Broadcasting from FEMA Region 7, it's bowl after bowl with your hosts, Lorian and Spencer.
2: Ta-ta there, Retard. Do you know how bad you sound? Most indeed. This is babe. You'd know that if you'd ever listened to my podcast. The number one thing I smell right now is pot.
3: Shout out. Shout out. Yeah, shout
4: out to my boy pot. Hey pot. Keeping it smoky. Since before written history And uh, welcome back To the bowl It is another token Tuesday And we are so delighted that you have chosen To take time out of your busy schedule Kick back And relax with us on a lovely little Tuesday night It is October 18th, 2022 And this is episode 198 If you can believe it Wow Bowl after bowl I am Sir Spencer Wolf of Kansas City.
0: I'm Dame DeLorean. And uh, you're in the bowl. Which makes you a bowler. That's right. Welcome back, bowlers.
4: Thanks for rolling in and rolling up and uh, rolling on. Whether you're a new kid on the block or an old head, we're glad you're joining us. Always happy to have you. Absolutely. And uh, that's also true whether you're listening live, as many are, on uh, the No Agenda stream... Or out there on uh, Bull After Bowl at stream.bullafterbull.com. live every Tuesday after DHN plug wraps up. Uh, right around nine central, we kick off some tunes, and right around nine thirty, we launch this bad boy uh, into action. Yes, usually. And that's what we've done. Uh, we've done it yet again. We also, by the way, every once in a, uh, in a while, we, when we can, when we can get a bud lined up and time cleared out, we do uh, bowls with buds. Interviews, which are also bull after bull episodes, but uh, just a different format. We just keep on uh, putting them out on the same feed because it makes sense, you know? We just keep all of our uh, things in one basket. Two formats, one basket. And uh, we did a really great one with our old friend Farmer Todd.
0: Yeah, Farmer Todd.
4: Farmer Todd last week, so check that out. Some people have been checking it out. We have some people to thank for some boosts, but uh, that was cool talking to him again.
0: Yeah, it's always a great time with Farmer Todd
4: in the bowl. He had the uh, updated, upgraded setup. Uh, new mic, new uh, internet connection out there. So it was all fancy. We were talking to him in a way we haven't talked to him before. It was like he was right in the room. Yes. Right in the room.
0: Farmer Todd said it snowed there today. It
4: snowed? Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Man, I had a panic because uh, we were getting like freeze-level crap, too. I have this stupid uh, power washer sitting out there that I haven't like emptied the water out of or anything yet. Ooh. Just such a moron. I to keep things uh, hooked up and everything. So, luckily, it was all good. Good. I detached the hose and everything. So,
0: yeah, we just got that dang thing.
4: I We just got uh, a couple of faucets on the outside, too. I'll have to do that this weekend. That'll be my this weekend um, physical project.
0: Yay.
4: Because I uh, got to change those before it freezes. I've I've let both of the taps on the outside of the house get jacked up by frost
0: in the past but never again.
4: Yeah, never again once I fix them.
0: Oh, they're not fixed.
4: No, they're not fixed.
0: <laughs> oh, I That's why I fixed bought two. Garage, that's why I huh? bought
4: two taps. No, oh, no I haven't I haven't list. fixed either of them yet. No. No, no, no. It's uh it's got a janky so I've got like a janky temp setup right now where you you have those Y splitters, right? You got a Y splitter on a on an outdoor faucet. Right. And so the deal is that faucet does not shut off. The Y splitters are what keeps it shut.
0: Oh, jeez. Okay.
4: So if you <laughs> open one or the other side of the Y splitter, the 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 water's just always on, which is a dumb way to live, by the way. And I'm well aware of this, but um, yeah, I got to fix it before winter comes because that is a temporary solution that is not going to get us through the winter. But Yeah. Anyway.
0: Well, I had a fantastic birthday. That's
4: right, birthday since the last bowl
0: Wednesday. Yeah, we rolled right into it in the post show. Yes, we did. So, thanks for all the bowlers that hung out with us uh, into my birthday hours. Although, I guess I wasn't born until like eleven eleven p.m. The on my twelfth. So,
5: oh
4: boy.
0: You know, whatever. It's it's my day, right? So that's
4: right. Yeah, it's the whole day.
0: And I didn't. I didn't get to respond to all the texts that came into the bowl line. But I did see them and I wanted to say thank you for the birthday wishes and the birthday boosts that were rolling in. That was awesome. I'm humbled. And we went to the Chateau Milk Company. Yeah. Store and farm.
4: That was cool to see.
0: About an hour north of the city.
4: Sounds about right.
0: It was a nice little day trip. Had a bunch of fun with the kids. They got to see some calves. We got to try. All of the crazy milk flavors that they have to offer. And man, that place is just rocking the Kansas City kitsch.
4: Yes, absolutely. They're on top of it.
0: Yeah, they started, do you call it, processing their own dairy? And like bottling it themselves and everything? And yeah. ever since they started doing that, within the past decade, they're just rocking and rolling, man. Their bottles are hilarious and beautiful, and they've all got funny stories on them. It's just so much fun.
4: Yep. The uh, kids get to see some baby calves.
0: Yeah, and a big poodle mixed dog.
4: John was uh, terrified, by the way. Well. Every little time, every time that little calf was like, Mah.
0: Yeah, farm animals have terrifying voices, so.
4: He was like wide-eyed and horrified, man.
0: Th- this happened at the goat ranch, too. Yeah, I when remember. When we went out there. Yeah, I remember.
4: When they say stuff to him, and he's just like, he doesn't know how to take it
0: yeah they're loud
4: they are loud and there's strange there's no doubt about that
0: different no <laughs> unusual that. he's fine at the zoo though but i guess those animals don't really say that much yeah. most of the time that's yeah, kind of sad pretty
4: quiet and sleepy uh... <laughs> um but you, that... know, you know what else is pretty quiet Ooh, uh cotton gin who swung by yeah for a surprise visit that was cool yeah that was Ended a great out.
0: way to wake up on friday
4: yeah, that was uh, it was a semi-surprise. Like we knew it was coming, we didn't know exactly when or exactly what. But he was on his way back east, and uh, that guy has been a fly on the wall, and I bet more podcasts than uh, you could shake a stick at. That is my supposition.
0: Yeah, that's a safe
4: assumption, I would say. I'm sorry, you're giving me these eyes. Well, did I did I transition too I early? Bir-
0: yeah, I have my whole birthday recap. Like, oh well,
4: let us know, man. Let us know. You could uh, steer us had right the back into this.
0: I had the best pork tenderloin ever on my birthday. That was nice. By bread pudding. Shout out to Stables and Kearney, Missouri. Like we, I got to explore northern towns. This is all I want to do with my life, right? Like I would mm-hmm. love to just drive around and explore small towns. That gives me life. That is the funnest thing to me. I didn't get to go to the cool, quaint little three lane bowling alley that I saw online, but we'll get there someday. We did the Chateau Milk thing. And then we were up in Osborne, Missouri, like, what are we going to do now? It was right by Cameron. So we went there. And I'm like, you know what? Small town thrifting is the life. This is like, that's where you find the best thrift scores. And guess what? I found a merry mushroom enamelware casserole dish with the glass lid for $3. So yeah. that was like the greatest birthday gift anyone could give to me.
4: Solid gold. It was
0: just like, and you know, it's crazy because I just found it like at the last second as you're we like, okay, let's get, you know, let's roll out of here. The kids were playing with the toys and I was like, yeah, I found a shirt and whatever. And then I saw it. I was like, oh my God. So that was awesome. And then the next greatest birthday present was the release of Meet Pod episode 19, which was my voice over voice acting debut. That's right. The episode's entitled When You Find a Necklace. And if you haven't heard it yet, it's linked in the show notes and you should listen to it.
4: That was a surprising one.
0: It is a surprising one.
4: (laughs) I was surprised.
0: I I was like listening to it. I'm like, oh, so curt, you know? Mm -hmm. but the care it's all for the character it all makes sense you gotta go listen to it and then another birthday surprise was that you were on the orange pill addicts podcast
4: that's true that's how we wrapped up the day yeah Yeah, this
0: was on my birthday which is now almost a week ago and there's no episode to be found (laughs) so i want to link it in my show notes it's
4: true and i
0: will have a link to the orange pill addicts But not your episode, because it's nowhere to be found.
4: Well, you know, it's interesting, because the old uh, boys over there at Orange Pill Addicts actually dropped an episode today.
0: Yeah, what's up with that?
4: But it was not the episode I I was on uh, last Wednesday. Hmm. So, you know, (laughs) I think they've got a few in the can, maybe. Oh. That's my guess. That's my, uh, I don't know. I
0: don't either. That's, it, m-
4: that's my feeling. I
0: just really wanted to link it in my show notes.
4: Uh, it'll come out, I promise. They'll just, put it out. I hope.
0: It, it was like, the next great birthday I'll, surprise was just like the kind of things you said about me on that show. No. I don't consider, like, I I do the Bitcoin thing, but I don't at all consider myself like a Bitcoiner, you know? Because I don't talk the talk very well,
5: and <laughs> yeah, but- we get
0: to the on-chain, off-chain segment, I'm a little quiet.
4: There's, like... It's
0: hard for me to talk about it.
4: <laughs> I mean, uh... But the yeah. thing is, you run your own yeah, lightning I have, node, I know, and you but it's an umbral. Sell your wares. I am Some I, rebels. I mean...
0: I got the BTC pay server. Well... There's it, it,
4: not even 17,000 nodes that we know of, like, according to Amboss, you know? So, you know, sure, you can have the old, uh, imposter syndrome thing, but that just, uh... That just makes it more true.
0: Yeah, I guess.
4: Yeah. You are. You really, like, uh, the the guys, that that was probably of all the questions they asked me, the one I was least expecting. It's like, what's it like to have a Bitcoin wife?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, Uh, and they all did see me at the Block Fest, the first one, the first block party. And I was nervous and skeptical going into that. Honestly, I was like, I don't, I I was planning to use Breeze Mm -hmm. as my like point of sale. Um, And then you turned me on a BTC pay server last minute and I switched and was just like, wow, everything's working and everything is fine. (laughs) I'm getting sats for my wares. Incredible.
4: That was totally nice. And And, uh, like by the
0: end of the day, I was like, yeah, you guys, you got to do this again. I want to do this again.
4: (laughs) Yeah. You're the one that cleaned up last time.
0: Yeah. I had a great goddamn time.
4: So not to get into early segments, but. Uh,
0: That's coming up.
4: There's, uh, It's going to be on Sunday.
0: This Sunday.
4: And there's going to be at least 10 vendors now. Uh, the, he said like 10 to 14. I think last, uh, last wow. time around we had five.
0: Uh, if you c- count the restaurant. Yeah, I think four or I five. Think, I think four or five. It was a handful. Yep. Were the musicians taking sat, uh, sat tips last time? uh yes okay well that's a start
4: but boo- then yes okay Booberry needs to change his name in the chat to boo fury because <laughs> 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 he is so mad that the orange Pilatics is not out <laughs> i
0: am too i wanted to clip it i'll have to I give him to- shit
4: tomorrow night because wa- there's a event tomorrow night
0: oh good i wanted to bring that segment of like this is like the third favorite birthday present this year and then you, all the nice things you said about me. Oh, well, well. That's all right. It'll just go in the vault.
4: It's the gift that we'll give another day.
5: Nice, I have nice. an ISO
0: vault, so just slide it in there. So anyways, yeah. So Friday morning, you went to Bitcoin and Coffee. Yep. And I did not because my the kids, our kids don't wake up until like 9.30 or 10 a.m. And this thing starts at 7.30, which is great. I'm, I'm, I love that my kids sleep in. But I have to miss bitcoin and coffee anyways i see this text you know hey cotton gin's coming and i'm like hell yeah cotton gin's coming through the bowl again mm-hmm. but then i get a text in all capitals babe 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 bae." <laughs> you know my bitcoin attorney friend steve <laughs> steve sanders yeah and then this image comes through <laughs> <laughs> and you're like this is steve sanders and the image is from my favorite documentary <laughs> in yes. the world, King of Kong.
4: King of Kong, fistful of quarters. Uh, you may
0: And the picture is Steve <laughs> Sanders sitting next to Billy Mitchell. That's right. Because holy shit, he's the guy.
4: They've been best friends since like the early 80s, yeah.
0: Yeah, when he submitted a fake score to the Life magazine shoot or whatever. That's right. right. Yep. So. Yeah, in wow. the
4: document, it's, it was so surreal, man. And uh, I
0: just started slamming you with questions. I was like, ask
4: him this, <laughs> ask him this, ask him this. It did crack me up pretty hard because uh, I don't even remember why or how he brought it up. Like, I'm going to have to re-ask him that. But he just was like, yeah, King of Kong, Fistful of Quarters. And I was like, my ears perked up, like my head swivel around like, yes, because uh, this is something that we've talked about before.
0: We have ISOs on the board uh, from it.
4: Yeah, that's correct. We have ISOs on the board. You may remember uh, one of my favorites. There's nothing stronger than having it be done in front of a crowd. But I mean, that is just such a clippable show. No matter what I
2: say, it draws controversy.
4: He pitched. He was a basketball.
2: (laughs) Do you remember that one? (laughs) His wife.
0: (laughs) He was a basketball.
4: Steve Wiebe's
0: wife. Well, I've often thought that he maybe is a little autistic. Oh, it's just such a good one. That thing couldn't rate itself.
4: Yeah, I know. It's uh it was ridiculous. He told me that there was like two hundred and seventy some odd hours of footage that they uh used to make that one. And um
0: Wow. I would love to see those hours.
4: I know, right? Uh whatever they lo- left left Because the...
0: it's a ninety minute documentary.
4: Yes. And so. it's definitely like the more times I watch I've probably seen it a dozen times now, at least. Uh the only movie I've seen more <laughs> times is uh
0: Dude, where's my car? No,
4: the Big Lebowski. Oh, well,
0: <laughs> dude, okay, where's my car? Doesn't count. You know? You've heard it. My roommate that played that shit over roommate. and over again. Smokey
4: McPot. I've heard that more times than any movie, but I haven't actually seen it uh, that many times. Seen it a couple times. No, 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 no. Um, he brought up uh, King of Kong, fistful of quarters, and then um, he was just casually like, "Yeah, I was in it," and like immediately when you hear somebody say, "Oh, I was in this." You think, uh, oh, yeah, like, somewhere in the back, like, I gotta go look for him now. Like, I gotta I gotta go rewatch and look for him. And I'm thinking of, like, the scenes where everybody's, like, crowding around uh, Weeby when he's, like, playing at Fun Spot, you know? Yeah. And then I paused, like, before he even said anything, I thought that thought, and then I paused, and I was like, no, wait, wait, whoa, wait, the attorney, Steve Sanders, and then, like, I remember his voice, and I'm like, wait a second, you're... You're Steve. You're like Billy Mitchell's friend, in the in the uh, Billy Mitchell's friend in the documentary. He's like one of the main guys. Yeah. In the whole movie, and so I just had to rewatch that with new eyes. I was freaking out. I was like, uh, I have to be careful
2: how I share my opinions.
4: It's so funny because Steve, I think, is like the unsung hero, where he doesn't have moments that are ISOs, but he's like, he's the guy who is kind of liaison for Billy Mitchell. And he's like coming out to these events that Billy is like, com- like, uh, not confident enough to perform at or not ready and not prepped enough to like, uh, show up and do battle at. And he's like, he was the original olive branch from the the whole cast to Steve Weeby. Yeah. He's the one that corrected him from the mispronunciation. They kept saying his name wrong, calling him Weeb.
0: That moment. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He's, and he's such fair a good, and objective.
4: He's just a genuine good guy, man. Yeah. Like, he's been growing on me these last months, and so then uh, to find out he's been in this documentary that I've seen like a dozen times is like both of our favorites. <laughs> I remember showing you the first time. Yeah, we went out to Fun Spot in New Jer or in New Hampshire. <laughs> New Hampshire. Uh, We did. We go every chance we can get.
0: Yeah. Um, because, well, we of this because, because of the show and
4: yeah, because because of this documentary we've seen and just like the magic in that place. So. Um, yeah, that was a hell of a revelation.
0: Yeah. We'll have to guess. And will we have well, to have Steve him in the, in the bowl. bowl.
4: I mean, we had to have him in the bowl anyway, but now it's just gone ridiculous.
0: Yeah, seriously.
4: Gone ridiculous. No one else at the coffee like understood the significance oh, of what was revealed.
0: Yeah, that killed me Everyone when you told like, me that.
4: Everyone uh, was okay, they were looking at me like I was like some kind of idiot.
0: Yeah. So after and our- Steve
4: was kind of shaking his head knowingly like, of course you would be the one who's seen that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah so
0: so after our bowls of buds with farmer todd we made cotton gin watch it
4: <laughs> yeah we did
0: oh i will have a link to the documentary in the show notes
4: yes it's uh up on youtube That's, in full yeah, right now
0: it's on poo tube in full. in full it's true in great full 90 minutes
4: free. uh what else you um
0: finished grouting
4: i did finish grouting it's like uh right there that pops that's the very next line right there. Finish then- up the grout work. I have more area to lay, but at least now, once this grout sets up, we can move the washer dryer out of the way. We can pull the toilet up, and we can, like, properly do the laundry area in the ba- uh, bathroom. That'll be good. That'll be important.
0: Important. Important.
4: Yeah. important. Uh, back on my React grind. Oh, yeah? Teaching that, yeah. That'll, that'll be the next two weeks. Teach and React. woo Yep, that's the proper reaction for react actually.
0: Um Pop had his final harvest.
4: He did, man. From he his got garden. a massive maters and peppers. Yep. The pepper nader.
0: Yep. Next year it'll be crazier. Yeah. Cuz now we've instilled the confidence. We should
4: uh, just order extra garlic and have him plant some too. Yeah, definitely. I just thought about that. Cuz we got to get it in the ground soon. I might yeah. just get it somewhere in town. Now that I'm thinking about it. Oh, garlic. It's, like, right around now time to plant. Like, this weekend probably the perfect time. True. Uh, bowls with bowls buds. The next one uh, has been added to the RSS feed. If you are a Kirocaster peeper and you like to peep at uh, upcoming live tags, we've got one pending for uh, a new bud that we've never spoken to before, uh, and that is Alex of Control Pew. So Control Pew is a website where you can go and get uh, tips, advice, and uh, plans for 3D printing of firearms, which is a fascinating thing that I would love to know more about. And so it was just kind of a random uh, Mastodon connection months back, actually. Yeah. I think in July we scheduled this thing. Um,
0: I know it's been a minute.
4: So I'm very much looking forward to that. We'll get him a split. Uh, I just emailed him to kind of reconfirm and get him a split, but uh yeah we 've had this plan for a, a while now, and when I talked to him, I had no three d printer and no intention of buying one, and now i 've got one so yeah uh that'll be a fascinating discussion i'm sure i'm I'm very interested to hear the whole world and uh possibility of these uh three d printed firearms and in that world, so look forward to that that 'll be friday uh nine central
0: 9 Central.
4: Friday you. at 9 Central.
0: And it'll be in the notes.
4: That's correct. Yeah, that's a really great recap, but... Uh,
0: it was we, a crazy week.
4: It was a crazy week.
0: In all the best ways.
4: And uh, what do you say we, we thank some bowlers?
0: I think it's the right time. Let's do it.
4: Let's do it. We thank our bowlers up front in the show, because uh, you are value for value around here. And uh, you may have heard of it, but you may have not. Or you may have maybe heard of it for a little bit and tried it or, uh, read about it and rolled your eyes and said, well, uh, we love it. We think it's the only way forward for digital content. And the reason is kind of a, a, there's, there's a double edge to it, right? There's two, um, there's two flows here. One is that our hands are not tied down by, uh, these weird big corporate money threats when you have a uh, corporate model or you have an advertising model then uh you have to constantly go to meetings and uh listen to why you shouldn't have said what you said on the last one and if you say it again uh, there won't be a next one type of thing Yeah, which is just not our style we like to say what we want to say and do what we want to do and uh the other part of this is uh it's a sustainable way to kind of responsibly um, and respectfully interact with your audience value for value we put value into the show Um, sometimes we pause and throw a random uh, extra song at the beginning of the show so we can take care of what we need to take care of and deliver you the value you need to be delivered uh, the whole time this is just one little example if you're here for the pre-show you know if you don't you don't know it's all good the value for value model uh, is how we live and die and same with these bowlers. The Another thing, about I, by the way, I want to say about it is if you haven't supported other shows out there that are value for value and you're trying to do it yourself, I think you're never going to get it. Um, I see a lot of people who, like, try it and they set it up, they get, like, three small boosts, and then they just shit all over it. Like, meh, this isn't... Uh, people are only going to give you, like, cents, you know? Like, pennies and cents. Uh, This is kind of like a long-term thing that you got to build upon and you got to work upon, and really to understand why it works, you have to have some other content that's given you value that you've contributed back to. And for us, it goes traces all the way back to No Agenda. Uh, They pioneered it. That's how we came in. That's how we started. Um, And uh, by the time we broke our hiatus, we were, you know, Knight and Damon and. 2017 so like that type of thing is second nature to us by now you know but uh there's a lot of people who have never heard of value for value don't understand the first start of it or how it works or anything and i would say well you gotta you gotta try it out you gotta see it from the other side in order to really fully get it uh these bowlers all really totally fully get it they came in on the paypal and uh boy what a what a can of worms they opened up huh paypal they really shot their own dicks off, which is kind of hilarious. But uh, we still have bowlers loving, uh, loving through the PayPal, which, uh, like I, I explained last week, and I won't get deeper into it, but uh, we are keeping that bridge open uh, for people because I, I, I don't want to shut down different options that people have. I want to give people um, options and make it easy. You, know, you don't want to put friction on the value um, feedback loop. And uh, we do have a recurring payment that came in from Mr. Sharky Shark. Woo! That's a 420 donation. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Sharky. Um, I think I have a joint for Sharky somewhere around here. He's going uh, to get lost in this pile of stuff I have over here. I want my weed. There we go. I want his weed. Uh, We also have a recurring 1111 from. The wonderful, lovely Circus Media. Yeah. Thanks, Thank Circus you, sir. Media. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. Here's a strike for you, sir. We also have uh, Bayern Giant coming back in. Woo! He says one, uh, he sends one, two, three, four. Nice. 1234 uh, into the PayPal. And he just says, in the bowl.
0: In the bowl. With
4: the rock on emoji. You know, the one, the little pointer pinky combo. In the bowl, my friend, in the bowl. Uh, listening live, I believe, right down the, right down the road. Very Not cool. Not too far, so uh, here's a Missouri Smash for you, my sir.
5: Missouri Smash!
4: Uh, fantastic. Well, we appreciate everybody who comes in. Uh, you can find the PayPal at BullAfterBull.com at the bottom of the website. You can click that uh, Donate button. But you can also uh, come to the next level, evolve, level up, and uh, enter the future with the exciting podcasting 2.0 boostograms. We've got boosts and uh, we've got streaming micropayments, little tiny pieces of Bitcoin coming through. And uh, we like to scroll all the way back to the end of last show, our delimiter for the end of the show, always hitting us on the fade out. That's Harvhat. Hat. He hit us with 1420 at a boost CLI.
0: Thanks, Harvhat. Hat.
4: No note, just the sound. He likes to uh, slap the pins. And who can blame him? It's a beautiful sound. Uh, Fletcher giving us a post-show squeeze. Uh, 8008 sats out of fountain from the, uh, for a squeeze for the left, he says. Uh, followed up by 8008 out of fountain for a squeeze for the right. And then finishing us off with that five ones. That's a row of sticks. A squeeze for the stick. Hell yeah. Uh, so thank you, Fountain. <laughs> or Fletcher from Fountain. <laughs> wow, Thanks, Jesus. Fletcher. Thank you, Fletcher. <laughs> Sorry, I got Fountain. My city of fountains, man. Keep saying Fountain. All those F words run together in my head, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, speaking of F words, sixty nine sixty nine.
5: 69. 69, 69, 69 dudes! 69!
4: dudes! That's coming in from Mary-Kate Ultra.
5: Thanks,
0: Mary-Kate Ultra.
4: Sends us uh, three of the party cones. Yeah. Three party cone emojis. Thank you very much. Uh Hey Citizen coming in uh for Bull After Bull's uh Billy Bones episode. And uh he's doing a make good here. This is a 69420, by the way. Thank you, sir. Ew. Coming in from Podverse. He says, Oops, my Albi wallet wasn't full enough. I guess I only had enough for Dame DeLorean split. Anyway, I forgot what I wanted to say. Something about my gratitude for you, buds, the music, the podcasting, and feeling the love. Aw. Appreciate Thanks, you. Thanks, hey, citizen. Thank you. Um, he came in right away again from Podverse with...
5: sixty nine, sixty nine, 69, dudes! 69,
4: 69, He says, at first I was like, oh no, another dentist episode. But then I was like, I love these beautiful people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a sweetheart. Uh, yeah, I, I could do some dentist episodes, but uh, uh, you don't want those. No. You don't want those. We've got plenty of that shit. That's enough. Uh
0: that's enough.
4: It's never enough. Uh 3333 sats coming in from the lovely Bully Steed Woo! out of Fountain. Uh who says, Happy birthday, Dame DeLorean.
0: Thanks, Bully. And then uh
4: 3333 again from Bully. And uh she says, Stay magical. Oh yeah. Very nice, very Thank you. nice. Uh Pfeiffer getting us with that 69 69 loving it
5: 69 69 dudes
4: and uh he said save this bowl for some show day pre-r&r entertainment cheers so clearly listening on a thursday morning very nice
0: cheers pfeiffer
4: how you loving that uh 8888 from abel kirby and uh ah yes that was the pre-boost for uh the farmer todd show so abel kirby check out the big brain on that dude he is pre boosting shows that are upcoming uh because he knows through curiocaster you can do that and the split goes to the guest even though it's an upcoming show you could like pre ask a question and all that good stuff um boy 10000 sats uh so we we did thank live boosters during the uh during the farmer Todd episode but i should say 10000 sats came in from fountain from net uh who said after show glow and whoa, was he glowing after the show, man. I'm telling you. He was all kinds of glowing in the chat. Yeah, he was. Thank you, Netman. Cracking man. us up. Appreciate you. Uh, 51,948. That's 51948. Woo! From Chimp.
0: Thanks, Chimp.
4: Coming in from Podverse. Thank you, sir. Uh, he says, I tried boosting you guys last night, and today I realized I boosted myself. <laughs> nice. Uh, you always got to boost yourself. You know, You self-love. Oh, yeah. Self-love. Good practice. Uh, Original message was shout out to Farmer Todd for the beef knowledge. So there we go. Uh, Farmer Todd, by the way, if you boost his episode or his previous episode that we had with him, I want to say it was. Oh, oh, now I can't think of the number. I think it's
0: one forty-four. One forty-four, the gross
4: episode. You're right. Yes, a gross one (laughs) forty-four. Very sharp. Those both uh, will send Farmer Todd the split of sats. So we appreciate that. And so he's value enabled. He is he's uh, in another beautiful part of the value for value model you know we can programmatically sp- uh, spread the value uh sixty nine, sixty nine. again from Hey Citizen
5: 69, 69 dudes
4: coming in again from Podverse saying thanks Farmer Todd for sharing and for making me immensely hungry for the past hour <laughs> yes that was a uh, delicious episode to listen to uh, my stomach is rumbly thinking about it right now uh, today, earlier today, for forty-two hundred sats, uh, coming in from Fountain from Johnny Poutseed.
0: Oh, thanks, Johnny Poutseed.
4: He's back. The pot seed is back. Uh, he says catching, uh, catching boosts up. I was locked out of Fountain for ages on my cave phone, but I finally logged in. Here's, oh, I finally logged on it. Here's a seed for the. Good farmer <laughs> tood. Good farmer tood.
0: Farmer tood.
4: Uh, thank you, Johnny Potseed. I think Johnny Potseed must use the same phone that NetNet uses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. Cheers, man. 33-33 uh, coming in from Servo out of Boost CLI. Boosting from his own node. Look at how sovereign this guy is. Boosting from Crontab. Absolute uh, big brain on that boy.
0: So sovereign.
4: Appreciate you, sir. Love it. (laughs) Boosting from your own cron tab. At 420, by the way. Pacific time today. Nice. So, um, yeah, I love it. I love it. 77.77. That's coming in from Billy Bones. uh, Out of Fountain.
0: Thank you, Billy Bones. Boosting
4: us uh, during the pre-show tunes. Uh, Same with Steed, who sent us a...
5: 69! 69, dudes!
4: Out of Fountain. That's a very popular boost level. Uh, which I love. So it's a my, great one. My favorite numbers.
5: <laughs>
4: 69. I happen to be pretty partial. Uh, she says healing tunes. Yeah, we do what we can. We do what we can, you know, value in many, in many forms. Uh, 4269 from Harvhat. He's coming in a boost CLI as well. And uh, he says boost. Thank you, Harvhat. Do boost. Um, sorry, I have some boost here. You like the boost wait oh. till you see what happens next oh my god <laughs> yeah i headed an octave down for some reason if you like that boost wait till you see what happens next all right there we go <laughs> apologies to april kirby <laughs> and uh wrapping us up uh seventeen seven seventy six from Booberry. i salute you sir uh out of podverse the ultra freedom boost and he says Step one, smoke weed. Step two, get naked. Step three, fuck. Step four, support value for value entertainment. Repeat steps one, two, four, till based. (laughs) (laughs) Based berry. Oh, based berry. I love it. I think I have a based, uh, based base berry clip. Hey, you see that guy over there? I'm gonna fuck that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Do you know how bad you sound?
6: What's
7: going on? And I want a non-gay explanation.
2: Most indeed. Uh, I mean, yes. 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 <laughs>
4: <laughs> Thank you, boobs.
0: Oh, uh, you missed the boost. Did I or miss two. one? Oh,
4: Excellent. oh, yeah. I see. My eyes went up. Yeah, I'll let you. Uh...
0: Four, three, two, one. Sats came in from NetNed tonight. It says just a sat tip, just for a second, just to see how it feels. Nice. And then eighty one ninety seven sats from Bully Steed. I'm here for the cocaine shit stain, man. Wink.
4: Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Here for the cocaine shit stain. Well, thank you all you bowlers, and uh, I have a cocaine shit stain for you, Bully Steed, right around the corner.
0: But before that, we appreciate the treasure so much. But there's other ways to contribute value. You can send us your art. You can send us your isos. You can send us topics or stories you want covered. Uh, and, perhaps the easiest of all, you can participate in our First Time I Ever topic. So every week, we have a new one. Uh, this week, it's the first time I ever used chopsticks. And all you have to do if you want to share your using chopsticks story is pick up your phone and... Call 816-607-3663 in the Play your
5: Four.
0: We'll play it.
4: We won't screen it. We'll play it. You can even text if... Uh,
0: yeah, if you're voice shy or have shitty reception.
4: Or you got laryngitis or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> just give us a text. 816 That's the way to do it. All the cool kids already did. Uh, I see them in there waiting for us to uh, read and play. Read and play. Uh, but it's not too late. That segment is a little bit down the road. Um, and usually, you know, if we're going in order on the show, then... Next is a segment Booty Steed really loves called Ah okay, really uh, yes, 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 yes. We want to build a node, don't we? Uh, speaking of building a node and node maintenance, remember last week we talked of the L and D bug and. All of the woes and everything.
0: Yeah, and the updates.
4: Uh, and the update, the hotfix that was out within hours. um, Pretty quick. Well, D O point point fifteen point three beta came out today. So this was kind of already in the works. And then they just had to push out the hotfix really quick. So this is kind of a more, I think, well-rounded and full fix for um all of the weird taproot ha- uh, happenings. Last week, it also includes some other bug fixes that were already in the works, but kind of had to be bypassed for the emergency hotfix out there. So I have not downloaded. I just uh, caught that um, it was ready today, Mm. but, uh, you know, Tuesdays are just a bad time for me to play with the node in general. So I don't play with it. Don't play with it on Tuesdays, Um, but I'm looking forward to updating. I I will update this week and I'll maybe have a more thorough uh, story for you. We talked a lot about Casey Bitcoiners already, but uh, it's because we've been so damn busy with them and uh, those guys are cranking out a lot of upcoming events. Tomorrow night, we're going to be hanging out uh, doing a Beers with Bitcoiners event. That's going to be at 6 p.m. at Tanner's and Shawnee on the Kansas side of the state line over there. That's always a good time and we will go and we will ask, uh, we will ask Steve to remind us how he brought up King of Kong in the <laughs> first place and then we will... Uh, we'll maybe ask Turbo and Don where that episode is. Where's that episode? Where's
0: that episode, guys? Come on.
4: We'll say my wife uh, sends her regards. Yeah, and um, <laughs> more important is Sunday, 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 two to eight p.m. Man, we're gonna be in Westport, and it's gonna be Blocktoberfest, the second um Bitcoin Blockfest in Kansas City. The first one was a very fun time uh it was a very small kind of intimate um party that we had but there was live music food and drink vendors uh this time we're gonna be about three times as many people involved just on the planning side so that's gonna translate into a lot more people coming out and we hope that you come out and join us as well i will be there with the uh podcasting 2.0 banner
0: and i'll be there with uh rocks (laughs) and jewelry
4: rocks jewelry Gemstones, et cetera.
0: mushroom-shaped crystals and skull-shaped crystals and bowl-after-bowl stickers for you. Yeah. Which are complimentary.
4: You still got that uh, titty torso gem that we got?
0: No, I sold that.
4: Oh, that goes fast, yeah.
0: Yeah. No surprise. The boobs,
4: man. Boobs, uh, the boobs fly off the shelf. We should have bought more of those. Yeah, next time. Next time. Uh, there is a gem and mineral show coming up, is That's there not? That's right.
0: First weekend of November.
4: I'm excited about I'm that. I'm going to be there. Excited about that. Um, if you're a vendor, by the way, and you want to take a stab at vending your wares, um, reach out. There's still time to set up a booth, and there's no cost to setting up a booth. So
0: yeah, no table fees.
4: It's uh, this it's is a, the way. It's a pretty unique opportunity, and then you can take Bitcoin. That's the only caveat. Well, I guess there are two caveats. Uh, the first is that you know you only deal in Bitcoin. Like you sell your stuff for Bitcoin, uh, which if you don't know how, we can help you very easily do that the second though uh which i was only kind of uh which was only recently revealed to me is that uh it not be food or drink mm. so there is an exclusive deal with the uh, cancun fiesta
0: okay fresh
4: to be the exclusive food and drink vendor there so um so the tap truck is not going to be there but um we still will be there and there'll still be live music, and it'll be a good time. There's also kind of speaking events scheduled, slotted throughout the day. So anytime, 2 to 8, uh, over in Westport, right across from the Char Bar, will be in that parking lot right over there. So swing by. Say hi. It'll be fun. You won't want to miss it. Um, what else happened this week? Oh, I saw BSV got under major attack. They said that uh, one minor seemed to be attacking with about eighty percent of the total hash rate for the entire b s v network and uh was just mining empty blocks and basically preventing anybody from getting transactions uh into the blockchain Fan- it's insane one one miner can uh all of a sudden just like flick on eighty percent of uh b s v s value so wow that was kind of a that was kind of a wild one. Uh, for those of you who don't know, BSV is a hard fork of Bitcoin, um, pretty much backed and supported by uh, fake Toshi, also known as Craig Wright, uh, the man who says he is Satoshi Nakamoto, uh, mm. but fails to prove it in even the most basic and uh, reasonable of ways. Pretty sad. Pretty sad. <laughs> sad. Sad. BSV. I, the, only, the first time I ever heard of BSV... Was at the very beginning of this uh, podcasting 2.0 journey when some rando uh, replied on uh, some fucking tweet and was like, Oh, it's dumb they're not building it on VSV. They just should build it on VSV. And uh, I was like, oh, Build it. Build some VSV into it then, dude. Yeah. It's like all open source shit, you know?
0: You can go your own way.
4: Just uh, make <laughs> it work, man. Why don't you write some shit? Never gonna happen. Never gonna happen. Absolutely wrecked. Uh speaking of getting wrecked, I don't know if you saw the Celsius uh court filings. So Celsius, as we remember, went totally insolvent. They were over leveraged all to the to the nines. Uh they basically doxed everyone who has ever interacted with them in court filings.
0: Wow. To
4: the tune of Oh, let me see the actual number here. I think I had it. Oh yeah. fourteen thousand pages uh. worth of court filings. And uh any wallet that interacted with Celsius is now publicly linked to government ID. Great. Including uh well just everybody. I mean including everybody. Yeah. Uh, and that data, that's names, trading history, transaction times, and amounts, and uh Obviously, like, KYC can be combined with on-chain data to connect self-custody wallets. So anything that left there, you can watch it uh, where it went and kind of from there, you know, figure it all out. Uh, Celsius asked for the names of its users to be hidden from the court filings, but the judge refused, saying this is a common requirement for bankruptcy cases. And uh, users, congratulations, are now at significant risk of theft and extortion. I actually saw... Uh, someone turned this data into a website. Oh boy! <laughs> where you can check um, how wrecked anybody oh. got, with full legal names, uh, and how much money you lost uh, in Celsius. You can go to CelsiusNetworth dot com and see the leaderboard. You don't want to get onto. Uh, top 10 wrecked goes from $12 million at number 10 all the way to $40 million, oh. uh, $40.468 million dollars worth of whatever, whatever. Absolutely devastating. Yeah, so uh, people actually are curious, you know, why, why should you worry about uh, whether you're KYC'd or not? Why should you worry about privacy? And um, this is a great example. You know, would you like uh, the whole world to know? how much coin you had and and uh how much got stuck at celsius that is what this uh list per in particular is of just too bad man feel for all these people so they got absolutely taken to the cleaners taken to the cleaners well i hate to ha- end it on a sad note oh cuz that is the shit stain but uh maybe i'll bring it back to blocktoberfest bring
0: yeah bring
4: your mother bring your daughter bring your dog bring everyone 2 to 8 p.m. sunday westport and uh, bring your bring your wares, man. If you're a vendor, we can hook you up. Maybe you sell t shirts, maybe you sell I don't know. Doesn't matter. Whatever <laughs> doesn't you sell. It doesn't matter. Well can't be food or drink. Um, handies handy's behind the porta potty would be kind of weird. So
0: if it's in the porta potty, no one will know.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you have to be more creative but, than that. You know,
0: um, who wants to do that? <laughs>
4: no. No no no. Uh, Local vendors, man, street vendors. Where are you at? Get at us at us and if it's too late if you're like listening to this and it's sometime next week or it's saturday and you're like i can't be ready by tomorrow uh we're gonna try to keep these up at two a year one in the spring and one in the fall awesome um so see you in the spring so yes we want to build it bigger every time bigger every time the hope is to outgrow this spot and need a new spot that's what i'm gonna hope
0: yeah sounds doable if we're already more than double the vendors
4: yeah the i think time. we've. uh I think we're around triple. So I'm super excited about that.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited about that. Now I just have to worry about shopping.
4: (laughs) I really love actually vending wares during like these dips, during the lower Mm. price. Uh, Because if you remember, I think it was like high 30s, low 40s the last time we vended. So we're going to get twice as many sats per item this time around. It's just, uh, it's got me doing the hand rub.
0: Yeah. It's very exciting. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and I already did this the last time around with a block vest, but shout out to Abel Kirby for convincing me to price my stuff in sats that was the only way to go no doubt and now it is the way so he gave me the confidence to do that <laughs> the last time
4: he did it right
0: yeah he knew he just knew you know who else knows who does whoever's writing these headlines oh boy sticking the magic number in there 33 all over the place this week should have expected it with my birthday i guess you know but i saw there were 33 felony arrests made in lubbock texas during an anti-gang operation where they got a a bunch of good stuff uh there was 155 traffic stops as part of this so you know 33 felony arrests to the 155 traffic stops that's that's interesting. That's kind of uh, low, you know.
4: But it's like twenty percent. Yeah,
0: that's a lot of stopping people. But they found forty-seven point seven grams of meth, twelve point eight ounces of weed. Twenty gang members were identified, and then uh, they got allegedly nine fentanyl pills. Hmm. I don't know how they knew they were fentanyl pills because nine. I've been hearing that they're like they look like other pills.
4: That's enough. Nine pills is enough to kill like 43,000 people, I think. right?
0: I think so. It's probably like 33 people per pill can die. That sounds right. But I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, then I saw that there were 33 Cuban migrants who landed in Key West while 80 were repatriated to Cuba. So uh, hello, goodbye. little action there. And then I saw <laughs> a poll that Fox News had. Saying only 33% would re-elect Biden as his approval rating ticks up. Which is an interesting little uh, conundrum there in the ho- in the headline. I thought, well, you know, we're still two years away from that election. Right. Um, but this was done by Beacon Research and Shaw & Company Research. They talked to 1,206 registered voters and found that of the thirty three percent showing approval for Biden, um you know seventy four percent of them were registered Democrats mm. and as they asked more and more questions, the support got lower. like they gave them like words like you know, is he a strong president, and it was an <laughs> overwhelming no and you know mental competency uh oh it has meant does he have mental soundness to serve? Forty percent said yes. Which is more than a third.
4: Could he beat Montgomery Burns at an arm wrestling contest?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> uh at least thirty three people were killed in flooding and landslides that occurred in Nepal. And speaking of flooding, Senator Marco Rubio wants thirty three billion dollars in disaster aid for Hurricane Ian recovery.
4: No. Oh, how did he arrive at that number? I wonder.
0: I have the breakdown here. 12 billion would go to the Army Corps of Engineers to repair damages and handle flood control. 1 billion would grapple with pollution. 10 billion would replenish FEMA's disaster relief fund, which I was like, well, that's all. I thought they already had good money. I I, I don't know. <laughs> what do I know?
4: They sucked them dry.
0: I guess uh 400 million to aid the Florida fisheries and debris removal, 150 million for the Coast Guard. 120 million to clean up wildlife areas and national parks, and then five billion for community development block grants. Mm. So that one got slipped in there, I thought. Uh kind of suspiciously. Grants. You know?
4: Yeah, what's up with that? Ooh, slipped it in.
0: Yeah. yeah, slipped it in. Slipped it in. $33 billion. That's a lot of money to be talking about. <laughs> I know.
4: It's good. For are hitting numbers that bre- shouldn't even be possible.
0: Yeah, you break it down like this, but it's still one billion. I don't know, it just brings me back to Austin Powers when Dr. Evil gets laughed at for being like, I want one million dollars. And they're like, oh, that's it? Okay.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, well, unfortunately, there's a lot of people coughing into coffins this week, I guess. Because uh, there were some sick stories with the magic numbers in them, too. For example, I liked this headline, so I kept it. I usually will just say the location of where there's 33 new cases, but I had to keep the full headline because Cameron County, Texas reported the death of a fully vaccinated woman. And then it says, comma, 33 new COVID cases. So interesting that they had to tack it on. In sight in, in the headline that she was fully vaccinated. That is weird. Yeah.
4: What are they trying to say? I'll never know. Seems like uh, what you wouldn't want to say. Yeah. Wow. It
0: wow. was interesting. And then uh, just to wrap it all up, in Lucknow, India, there were 33 cases of dengue fever reported. No. So No luck now. No luck now. <laughs> Be on the look for dengue stories, I guess. All right, let's go behind the curtain.
4: All right, <laughs> I'm into that.
0: There was another birthday girl this week. Oh? Yeah, celebrating today, actually. Brittany Griner.
4: Happy birthday, Brittany Griner.
0: Happy birthday, Brittany. Behind Russian bars. Or coaching Russian basketball teams. We'll never know.
4: I I don't know. I haven't been there.
0: She released a statement for her birthday saying she's afraid America's going to forget about her. And I don't think she has anything to worry about with the midterms right around the corner.
4: Well, you know. She's uh, yeah. top of mind, I think, right?
0: Uh, it was front of mind. because Fr- I, <laughs> She's the, front of the head. Yeah, Corrine Jean-Pierre's wordage bugged me. Yeah. I said, I-, I thought it was top of mind, not front of mind. Front of the morning to ya. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, no, so she was worried about America forgetting about her. And I'm more worried about Mark Fogle and America right. even knowing who the fuck he is. You know, so just pop him in the bowl again.
4: <laughs> there you go. And
0: I, I really hope that they'll change his status to wrongfully detained, but hopes don't get you anything. That's so. true. It, and I think it would have been done by now if it was going to happen. So it's unfortunate that yeah. a medical patient is in a hard labor camp in Russia and no one even knows about it. <laughs> uh, there was another Gritney article that came out this week from the New York Post. Saying that uh, Putin aide says Biden wants Griner home for a midterm boost.
4: Wowie zowie.
0: Which, yeah, I mean, you know, everything's politics. And if he could have her home free by the end of next month, or I guess it's less than that, just a few weeks away, that would be great. Great for him. Great PR. But I don't think it's going to happen. And neither does Yuri Ushakov, the aide I mentioned. Right. Um. He was Russia's ambassador to the United States from 1998 to 2008, and then he's been serving as foreign policy advisor to Putin since 2012. So his quote to the Post was, in this tense situation, the way I see it, Biden thinks first and foremost about the upcoming midterm elections. Of course. Of course which is why he keeps bringing up the need to return the basketball player who was arrested for delivering drugs. But this is not the most important issue that concerns us.
4: Wait, is that what she was arrested for? For delivering drugs?
0: That's what I caught on to. And I'm wondering if this was translated from Russian, too. Sure. Because I don't speak Russian.
4: It seems kind of...
0: And I don't have audio of him saying this. This is just what the uh, the New York Post has reported. Right. But no, certainly not delivering drugs. It was a like pretty much empty vape cartridge. Empty
4: oil vape, right? In
0: her luggage, allegedly. When she arrived at the airport. Like you wouldn't deliver that to anyone. Right. It's worthless.
4: You'd (laughs) deliver it to the trash can. In fact, it makes you wonder why she even had it in the bag at all. Like once it's once it's pretty much out, you know, get
0: When she pled guilty, you know, she said Put that shit in the I didn't even know it was in there.
4: Put that shit in the Toilet on the airplane or something, you know?
0: Yeah. One would think. But no, delivering think. drugs, no. <laughs> that was not even a personal amount. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, oh boy, that wordage is concerning for sure. Um, but yeah, so she's clearly not... Uh, this whole exchange has not been a priority for Russia. Uh, they don't want to give her back. I mean, they also laid out their terms. You want her and Paul Whalen then we need two people right although it's going to be fair 2, two for two. 2 yeah and i don't know that the us has offered a second person besides victor boot uh,
4: outside of the media offering like 12 to 20 people
0: the media has mentioned an alarming amount of people and largely russian media you know russian media is like we could go for this guy we could sure. get the fuzzy bear guy we could get the assassin we could get this guy <laughs> um and there's a lot of lawyers stepping forward saying, hey, how about my client? My client's innocent, rotting away in America behind bars. <laughs> um, but again, Gritney's appeal hearing will happen on October 25th. So her news cycle is due. Yes. You know, I was kind of surprised there wasn't more about her birthday.
4: I know. It seems like uh, totally dried up this whole
0: <laughs> yeah Gritney thing. But, you know, that's probably how they want it to. They don't want people digging too deep.
4: Yeah, they might figure out, hey, what the hell's going on?
0: It's not about the weed, is it? It's not
4: about the weed, (laughs) is it? Yeah. This is some kind of spy-v-spy nonsense, isn't it?
0: It seems that way. Oh, you know what else is nonsense? Sponsorship agreements. Yeah. With uh, major professional sports leagues.
4: Most definitely. (laughs)
0: This week... Uh, the MLB became the first major professional sports league to form a sponsorship agreement with a CBD company. Any guess what CBD company it was? Or just think of CBD strains.
4: Uh, Charlotte's Web.
0: Yes, exactly. Charlotte's Web became (laughs) the official CBD of Major League Baseball.
4: Official CBD of Major League Baseball.
0: Yeah, and they launched a sports line product on my birthday. Ah, huh. just to like home run this whole announcement. What a time you know? to be alive! Yep, yep. Nothing so, says
4: the uh, postseason like CBD. Yeah. Are we in
0: the postseason now? I don't even.
4: I'm not even following baseball.
0: Don't know. Yeah, I think so, but I am not positive. Uh, the wordage here is covers this year's postseason and an additional three years.
4: Yeah. Gotcha. So, oh yeah. They're in the, uh, they're in the semifinals basically. ALCS and NLCS are going on right now. Neat. The championship series. Oh boy. Down to the final four, New York, Philly, San Diego, Houston, like every other goddamn year.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the Yankees. Uh, MMJ Biopharma Cultivation has uh, dropped its lawsuit against the DEA because they received a Memorandum of Understanding to sign in order to receive their Schedule One cultivation license,
2: Ooh. as they
0: were promised uh, seemingly years ago.
2: About they said time. they've been
0: dancing with the Drug Enforcement Administration for seven years. So I, I remember bringing it up in the bowl the beginning of this year when they were outreaching, you know, grows to other places other than the University of Mississippi. So, yeah, that lawsuit will be dropped. And then uh, not a day later, the DEA proposed more than doubling the amount of pot that's legally grown for research in 2023. All right. Yeah, so they are going from, let's see, 7,054 pounds in 2022 to 14,770 pounds in 2023. Wow, Wowie-zowie. I had to do math because they have everything in grams.
4: Lots of weed. That's uh, what my calculator says here.
0: It is lots of weed, yeah. Uh, so that was officially published in the Federal Register today, giving interested parties 30 days to file comments. I don't know what good a comment will do you. I might go in there and just type "woohoo."
4: You got to let your voice be heard, man. <laughs> you know how the game goes. They're Make also... your voice heard. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing uh, says making your voice heard like clicking submit on an online forum. Let me tell you.
0: Mm. Yes. Let me tell you. I love it. Uh, they're also asking for more LSD, going okay. up to twelve hundred grams from five hundred. Oh. Uh, five meo DMT okay they're doubling that six thousand grams they need what's
4: up with these studies bro
0: i don't know and then they're they're 12 folding the amount of mescaline that they want from 100 grams in 2022 to 1200 grams in 2023 (laughs) um but here's one that cracked me up they have a section called all other thc so i'm guessing that means not delta 9 thc
4: Mm, anything that's not delta 9
0: Yeah, all other THC. Okay. Kind of silly, but uh, they asked for four pounds of all other THC in 2022, and next year they want 33 pounds.
4: Oh, of course they do. (laughs) Wow.
0: Yeah, they couldn't sneak that one by me. All other THC. What a joke. It's like you're growing the whole plant, aren't you?
4: Well, you know, if you're doing it right, you are. Gosh,
5: (laughs)
0: Yeah, they pull, they grow a whole plant, and then they just extract little tiny cannabinoids from it, I guess. I don't understand that. Just look at the whole plant, for Pete's sake. A federal court ruled that state-level legalization creates an exemption on the ban on paraphernalia imports. Oh, okay. Which was good, because I guess that Customs and Border Protection officers blocked the import of trimming equipment from Canada to Washington in 2021 uh, because they said, hey, this is trimming equipment, that's paraphernalia under the Controlled Substances Act. And this Washington company, Eteros, E-T-E-R-O-S Technologies, they filed a lawsuit. They're like, hey, we're state legal, and we're actually using it to trim federally legal hemp. So who are you to say I can't have my trimming tools? Mm. And the Department of Justice in court argued that, you know, they got to enforce the ban to create uniformity in policy, I guess, at the federal level. um, And the judge was just like, no, they're state legal and federally legal hemp. So there you go. It's for hemp. Hemp, hemp, hooray. But the feds are expected to appeal.
4: Yeah, that's what they do. Drag their feet, fight, kick, cry, scream.
0: I'd say the same things over and over. But my Controlled Substances Act.
4: Dangerous introduction of this new scary drug called marijuana.
0: (laughs) Yeah, new and scary. (laughs) Uh, We
4: don't want to introduce a new drug during this uh, big uh, pan, uh, pan, pan, global pan uh, epidemic of
0: of the opiates. So infuriating.
4: Over and over and over, man. They say the same damn thing.
0: Over the past week, the U.S. Sentencing Commission analyzed the scope of Biden's pardon proclamation mm-hmm. and came up with some cute charts.
4: Oh, cute charts! Lots my of numbers. Favorite.
0: You know, they were like, "How many people exactly?" Did they get are a, affected?
4: Did they get a Venn diagram busted out? No so Venn Camel, Camel Harris could be happy.
0: No, no Venn diagram.
4: I saw some supercut of her bringing up Venn diagrams over and over again. Oh my! <laughs> it was like my. the most ridiculous shit.
0: Well, uh, of course, we knew there were. There's no one behind bars for simple possession, so no one is walking out of federal prison. Correct. Um, but the total number of U.S. citizens affected was 6,577, mm-hmm. and then there were 1,122 residents or legal alien offenders. Oh, nice. Who had some <laughs> simple possession on their record they will now be gone um but then it gets interesting because they looked at this and only 415 people were convicted solely of simple possession okay out of the 6,577 folks that are getting it blank get pardoned
4: so they got what like extra unrelated nonviolent charges or i don't don't understand the
0: only other number that they gave was people who had simple possession of weed and another drug so they're like, "We'll forgive your weed possession, but not the other drug." And but still <laughs> wow. that was 555 people. So I'm at less than 1000 people.
4: Who this is going to like clear the slate for? Yeah. Nice. Well, and I just you know, know... I'm, I'm glad everybody jumped up and down. About yeah. It. I'm glad that I'm glad motherfuckers ran headlines that said Biden decriminalized oh. weed. That was my favorite shit to read on the internet.
0: The you sensationalization this past week has been absolutely disgusting i mean it reminds me of grandpa saying obama legalized weed you know it's like yeah exactly they there's headlines out there in memes and articles and clickbait and all sorts of stuff that's like yeah biden decriminalized thousands set free from prison it's like no not a single person was set free from prison
3: Man, don't you keep up with current events weed ain't illegal no more nigga (laughs)
0: yeah don't you know
3: your Honor, I would like to plead not guilty
7: on the ground that Obama legalized weed.
0: Also, they broke down the demographics of the folks who are getting pardons, and uh, it was a majority of white men. <laughs> Which is like, you know how every time uh, Kamala or the Dusty Man talked about this, they're like, black and brown people, black and brown people.
8: Mm-hmm.
0: It's like, then why did your blanket pardon affect largely white men?
8: Wikipedia says weed is still
4: illegal. Sorry.
0: It is federally illegal. 50-state illegal. And don't even bother trying to import some trimming tools for your hemp.
4: Yeah, man. They're not
0: falling for it.
4: (laughs) It's a dangerous substance, bro. Uh,
0: My favorite part of this analysis, which was in the show notes, of course, for you to look at if you're interested, is they show um, the simple possession cases by state and California had the most people who could benefit from a pardon, I guess. Followed by Texas and then Arizona. I was expecting Texas to be the top of the list. Or Nebraska. Mm. But it was not. Twas not. Some of the state governors are stepping out of their caves to make comments about the blanket pardons and what they're going to do about it. And one of them leading the charge was Governor. Andy Bashir of Kentucky. Here's what he had to say.
2: Because having a misdemeanor on your record is a small thing. Uh, we want to know how many people this would apply to. So we've asked AOC, the Administrative Office of the Courts, to get us that information. Uh, the first thing they're going to do is get us the information of how many people um, have had one of these convictions in the last five years. And then we're going to go back further because it is a pretty decent uh, size undertaking for them to do. So in this context, and then with the numbers that we're gonna see, we're gonna get the overall scope of uh, what the president is asking, and we'll be able to take a look at this. Let me just say nobody should ever go to jail for a simple possession of marijuana. And right now in Kentucky, they don't. It could be that that uh, charge is with a bunch of other more serious charges. Um, but to our knowledge, there isn't anyone in jail or prison in Kentucky right now solely for the simple possession of uh, marijuana. You know, anybody out there who um, this is the only thing on their record, go to our website and apply for a pardon. It's something that we will take a very close look at as we further analyze um, both our ability to move towards legalization of medical cannabis um, as well as this request um, on simple Possession.
0: So yeah, go to their website and request a pardon. Simple as.
2: Simple
4: as. It's
0: not an expungement. You Seems
4: know? uh, yeah.
0: And I would just say kudos to this guy because he did like a twenty to thirty minute presentation on the pardon and mm-hmm. what it all meant, and got into it and talked about how no one was being released from federal prison.
4: Seemed like a reasonable, down to earth guy. Yeah, for a governor. For
0: a governor. <laughs> <laughs> Reasonable down to earth lizard. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know.
4: It One was of them, hard. Uh, Dixie Dixiecrat guys, you know.
0: It was kind of hard to just clip the action part of his thing because he was going so in depth with all these numbers and how it's like, oh, midterms are right around the corner, so we know this is just a stunt. But like, we really want to help Kentuckians. Blah blah blah. All the good stuff. All the political mumbo jumbo you need.
5: Hmm.
4: So, yeah. Well, he's and, uh, he's been doing it his whole life, I think, because uh, his dad was governor two governors ago.
0: Oh, my.
4: Of, of Kentucky, so, yeah.
0: Kentucky. That's right. Yeah, uh, uh, checks out. Yeah. Checks out. In Indiana, Governor Eric Holcomb says he can't in good conscience consider issuing blanket pardons until federal law changes. Mm-hmm. It was just a, a quote he gave to a reporter at the Indiana Capitol Chronicle. So I don't have an audio sound clip of that. Okay. But I do have a sound clip of the vice president.
4: Oh, God. Talking
0: about why young voters should, uh, you know, go out and <laughs> vote for weed. <laughs> exactly. Young voters said, hey, and what I agree with look, nobody should have to go to jail for smoking weed. And so we now have, a, the president has signed on a, 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 a pardoning people who have been incarcerated, who have been criminalized um, for that reason.
4: Uh, she it's, didn't have a weird laugh. I think she was calling in on the phone. It
0: sounded like a phone call for sure. So calling that's probably radio why. Station.
4: She can probably like control herself and act like a semi-regular human being over the phone. Mm. I've never seen her do a full minute of like a face-to-face interview though without doing the weird laugh thing
0: yeah i just didn't like how she's like you know they support people not being in prison like i do it's like Uh when when
4: oh no it's this big flip it's a midterm thing she's got going on she uh she says nobody should be in uh, jail for smoking weed don't you know it's just real funny coming from her it is funny Oh, she's a a DA
0: who put a bunch of people in jail for weed. She's a hypocrite. And not a single one released, you know?
4: <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well. No, she's full of shit.
0: This was ahead of a campaign stop of hers in Detroit. So, getting ready for the next cycle. Cycle to continue the midterms. Oh, there's a new lawsuit coming up the road from a pot gifting shop. Mr. Nice Guy in Washington, D.C. Where you can gift pot to people, but you can't sell it. Uh, I guess that law enforcement came in and raided their two stores, took seventy four thousand dollars in cash, and then didn't charge anyone. So typical shop owners like, "Hey man, where's my money?" Yeah, duh. I think it's a great question, and we'll see where it goes. That's that's all it's at the uh, you know lawsuits just been filed.
4: The cops. Um, it's like the only people that can rob you and it's just tough shit. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck?
0: It's gross. Uh. And then especially because of the DC laws, now it's like, well, these are all gifts.
4: Yeah, so it's this... always so sketchy in DC, dude.
0: Yeah. Value for value weed, though, I guess. I mean... Right? Yeah. Don't keep your stuff at the store, though.
4: You can gift uh, all your weed to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. In DC. Hell yeah. Uh.
0: Open Secrets analyzed the campaign finance contribution, contributions, I should say, to each of the state legalization initiatives. Oh, boy. Which, of course, um, several are from new approach. But the results will not shock or astound you. Um, There was $9.8 million raised altogether. In the four states that have legalization coming up on the ballot.
4: Four states, nine, eight. Uh, seems, uh, seems low. Seems like they could pick up the uh, pace.
0: 4.9 million of that is from Missouri.
4: Yeah, that sounds right.
0: And all of that 4.9 million. Over half? is from, just about y- half? Yeah, over half. Yeah. All of it is from medical dispensaries. Yeah. Because they're the ones that will get the recreational licenses. Yeah, exactly. I because mean, they're not creating new ones.
4: Hello and or duh.
0: Yeah. It's all industry and advocates. So big guy, big fish and real little guys that don't have a chance. Just throwing their 20 bucks in every once in a while, mm-hmm. you know. Maybe a thousand. Wow. It's pretty sad.
4: I don't know what to say. Mm. It just sucks to be in this kind of position, you know.
0: Oh, it totally does. Where it's
4: like legalization is pretty much a slam dunk, but it's like so, this fucked version of it.
0: Yeah, it's
4: Like I never thought we'd be here.
0: No, me neither. I remember twenty twelve, and it's just like free the weed, and that's still what I want. But in order to do that, you have to repeal prohibition. You can't make laws for thee and not for yeah. You uh, can't. You, know,
4: you can't just pivot prohibition. Just pivot it. Everybody runs around like, "Well,
0: we need the regulation, or this we just go crazy." No, like you
4: don't. You I don't, don't actually don't, believe though. that. You really fucking don't. It's fucking weed. Yeah it's already everywhere. People are like it'll be everywhere. It's already everywhere. Yep. We have ditchweed in Missouri. I don't understand it.
0: Like literally everywhere. Hemp. <sighs> it's frustrating. It's a
4: little depressing,
5: I'm not going to lie.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a bull after bull for you. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do? Oh, <laughs> uh, I saw I saw an article or it was an op-ed actually from the editorial board at The Economist. That lifted my spirits. They are calling for the legalization of cocaine.
4: Oh, okay.
0: And I was like, "All right, hell yeah, motherfucker." What's that? Uh, what's that all about? They like opening line. They're like, "Prohibition's not working," and that can be seen most strikingly with cocaine, not cannabis. So, what's that all about? Yeah, because how many people have to die for you to get a little booger sugar? <laughs> way too many. It's
4: pretty fucking wrecked.
0: And they mentioned that in 2020,
4: way too violent.
0: 42,000 tons of cocaine were seized at the border in 2020. That is a lot. That's too much. <laughs> That's like, no wonder. No wonder. It, I was like, it all makes sense now. Um, and, you know, of course, there's billions of dollars being spent to destroy the coca plants. Yeah. And what happens when you destroy plants while they get planted somewhere else? Yeah, and man. then why well, you're gonna spray them with pesticides or yank them up by hand or Not burn them from the, the helicopters?
4: The, the the awful carbon footprint that must be generated by destroying all these coca plants, oh, dude.
0: Perfectly good plants, yeah. God's creation.
4: Someone needs to get the greenies on the phone, dude. What the fuck, are they doing? Yeah, trying to make bug burgers and shit. No, look at this. Look at these plants being destroyed, man.
0: And they mentioned that in Colombia, the cartels are more wealthy and powerful than the authorities because of this whole situation of prohibition because of of
4: prohibition that's correct
0: (laughs) so you know it's like do you actually want to stop what you perceive as bad guys like then prohibition doesn't work and Mm. should but it's you know they're all in on it
4: They're all on the take man it's
0: yeah they get a cut so but i was excited to see an editorial board say oh it's legalized cocaine i've been waiting I love that <laughs> You're ready I am
4: wow, I Zoe. was saying
0: legalized cocaine in 2012 Before it was cool Along with legalized weed Everyone that knows knows Let's <laughs> legalize all the plants Yes Is it? A, does it come from a plant originally? Can we just have the fucking plant then? Poppies, coca, weed
4: Yeah man, plant Don't medicine's. give me the
0: bastardized shit from later I'll chew on coca leaves But if I want to make some booger sugar I'll do that too, you know? Cripes. You can get an anxiety medication over a chat panel.
4: Oh,
5: God. You know, some
0: SSRI shit. I can just chat someone and be like, I feel so sad, I need a pill. And they'll be like, no problem, here's your script. I saw a commercial for it. I know I can do
4: it. I saw that gross shit, but I can't
0: grow poppies and pull the tar out of them without going to federal prison. (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) Stupidity. Yeah, it's really dumb. It
4: Stoopity-doopity.
0: Bums me out.
4: Plants, man. Dangerous.
0: Dangerous. So dangerous that California had to eradicate nearly a million pot plants this year. Oh, no. Yeah. They have this 13-week program that was specifically made to go destroy illegal weed plants.
4: I feel like I remember you bringing this up before.
0: Yeah, and it's called CAMP. Yep campaign against marijuana planting well they're getting a total redesign new look new name now they're called epic eradication and prevention of illicit cannabis because we got to switch marijuana to cannabis now of course you know um and it's year-round it's not just like a 13-week program this is a task force yeah. That has been created. And since 1983, they have eradicated more than 33 million oh, pot plants. Oh my
4: god, stop.
0: It's in their press release. I can't make this shit up, dude. Of course dude. it is. I saw that. In They're my... probably
4: proud of that, too.
0: Of course they are.
4: They probably think it's epic.
0: Of course they do. That's why they picked the name. Um. So this year... There's a bunch of
4: fucking boomers in here, man.
0: On top of the 1 million plants that they destroyed, they also seized more than 200,000 pounds of perfectly good weed. Processed weed, of, you know. Yeah. The nugs. So, it's just so infuriating. It's <laughs> <laughs> so mean. It's like, look, you have your legal market. You have people paying taxes. Now just let people grow the friggin' plant, too.
4: Yeah, no, but see, that's that's, not, that's that's the fucked problem of of this finger wag legalization is now you have even more money even closer to the uh, problem that has even more stake in eradicating the shit, you know? Like,
0: yeah.
4: The problem for the little guy just gets worse now.
0: I know. Now I need a tax stamp on my weed.
4: Incredible.
0: <laughs> or else they're going to burn it, I guess. <laughs>
4: This is not what we fought for, man. Uh,
0: it's sad. Colorado's Marijuana Enforcement Division has reported an increase in burglaries this past year. Uh Since September 1st, there have been 33 attempted oh or God. successful burglaries. Yeah, I, I swear that 33rd one happened and they're like, alert the press. We send our <laughs> bulletin now. Um... From 2019 to 2021, a combined $2.5 million worth of cash and products have been stolen. And they say the most common time for these thefts to occur is between midnight and 4 a.m., obviously after shop hours. Yeah. And the most common method to get in and steal it is a crowbar prying open the front door or a window, followed by ramming your vehicle into the shop. Hmm. And then they're like... But, you know, this doesn't have to happen to you. You could pay for security 24-7. You could put your stuff in a better safe. You could do this and that. It's like, yeah,
4: You still have to hold cash. When somebody's driving their vehicle into your door, it's, like, kind of tough to prevent.
0: Yeah. Like, what's going to stop them from taking the whole safe? Yeah. You know? It's gross. I can't believe that Colorado has had legal weed for 10 years. Full recreationally legal weed, and they can't work with a bank to take,
4: yeah, it's incredible,
0: yeah, Bitcoin fixes this. Bitcoin solves this, <laughs>
4: and you say you're not a Bitcoin wife, come on. <laughs> um,
0: there were <laughs> two editorial board opinions published in this past week from our state, the show me state, they showed me some opinions. First the St. Louis Post Dispatch came out saying vote no on amendment 3, which surprised me, it really did, and I was happily pleasantly surprised to see this from the St. Louis Post Dispatch. Um but they just said, you know, it's really hard, it's going to be hard to fix problems once they're embedded in the state constitution because we're going to have to go through the statewide referendum to Correct. change every little thing. And we need to vote out these legislators that got in the way of good legislation that should have passed.
4: I agree with that. And I was that's like, "That's a great take. Actually. You
0: guys are right.
4: <laughs> it's Thank a great you. take." Uh, this isn't, by the way. I know a lot of people are just like, "Go along to get along." You don't want the uh, the perfect to be the enemy of the good and all this shit. And it's like that's the problem. Like that, it's it's not even good.
0: Right. It's actually just bad. It's
4: not even good, and there's so much dog shit that will be so hard to clean up once that turd hits the fan dude like we will if you want to fix any fucked up part of this law that gets put into our state constitution you will have to either have like a supermajority in uh the legislative session that puts it through and then it still has to get voted on by the way uh you would have to have a legislative change that not only gets proposed and passed but then gets put to the voters and then passed again. Or ballot initiative, fundraising, the whole nine yards. Like you'd have to raise the the, the cheddar. Nobody's ever passed one of these without funding and paying for signature gatherers. Nope. Just doesn't happen. Nope. Yep. The time window is too narrow. And the ground you have to cover is just too enormous.
0: Yep. And New Approach has its fingers up the buttholes of several states working on legalization stuff. So yeah. they've got the funding, they've got the political power.
4: They're all plugged in.
0: And the Kansas City Star endorsed them. I usually am feeling a little like west side, best side, but I was pretty let down when St. Louis Post-Dispatch was on it and Kansas City Star was saying exactly what you already said, you know, oh, don't let perfection get in the way.
4: Yeah, the talking points. You can just, it's they a, write themselves, to It's dude. a step
0: in the right direction.
4: Yeah, Exactly. <laughs>
0: People will only go to jail for certain weed crimes now, not all of them. Yeah,
4: (laughs) wow. What a fucking improvement. Yeah.
0: That's so gross. Especially um, when it comes to minors getting caught with weed, because it's just like still such a no no. It's like, okay, so we can still ruin kids' lives for smoking a little weed or having it in a plastic bag, you know, picking it
4: up for a friend. Yeah. Or growing a plant at your house, growing a plant. Uh, there's just so many non-crimes that are now like gonna be codified right into the they, state fucking constitution where they don't belong.
0: There's they say that they have home grow here, but it's not because you have to get a license to home grow. That's not being allowed to grow at home. That's saying you have to go through this state rigmarole and become a licensed grower for your personal needs. Mm-hmm. It's just that that really rubs me the wrong way. There's several things that bug me about this initiative, but the home growth thing is the worst. And it's still, it still makes me mad that medical patients have to have a card, too, because it's like, what what other medicine do I need to have a card for with the government being a database? None.
4: Yeah, it's it's horseshit.
0: Yeah. You're just keeping sick people away from their medicine but, you know, and you, charging them.
4: There's no such thing as equal protection when it comes to weed. We've talked about this a hundred million times, but...
0: Yeah, well, we'll talk about it 33 million more times so.
4: The magical exception to every fucking rule is weed.
0: Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> it's so dangerous and new. Yes. Uh, Nebraskans for Medical Marijuana have dropped their lawsuit, uh, which was trying to block the petition signature requirement. Um, and, of course, that required... Petitioners to obtain 5% of voter signatures in 39 of the 93 counties. And some of those counties have pretty low populations, so it makes some voters' signatures count really heavily versus others. Um, So originally the U.S. District Court sided with them and granted a temporary injunction preventing that requirement from being enforced but the decision was quickly reversed by a three-judge panel before the signature deadline came in. So when they submitted their petitions and the signatures, uh, it failed to qualify because they were nine thousand signatures short, and they weren't paying their signature gatherers. I thought, wow, I think they needed almost around ninety thousand signatures, and to be less than ten thousand short—that's pretty impressive.
4: Yeah, you to me, it, it's wild because like you can you can get so close but then in a real campaign you need like 40% buffer above the target team, yeah. you know? Because like, the deal is this. If you're short by X amount of signatures, then there's no validation process, right? You just, they count the signatures and they say, oh, well, if all of these are valid, you still have 10,000 not, not enough, you know? Still yeah. 9,000 short, whatever. If you have enough, say you bring in a thousand over the mark, then they say, oh, okay, well now we're going to validate all these. And then they strike a bunch out that they find invalid. And so then, and then you're below the mark. So really realistically in a, in a signature gathering campaign, you've got to take whatever the target is and add 40% minimum.
0: And that's why you got to pay your signature gatherers. Yeah.
4: That's why it can never be done for free. <laughs> like, cause even the guys that get really close actually didn't. If you yeah. follow it to its, uh, actual natural conclusion.
0: I understand.
4: <laughs> like it seems it seems within reach and that's the design, you know, it seems doable.
0: I know. It just is like
4: But really it's just wasting everyone's time. It's a effort.
0: heavy black pillow, okay? It but sucks, like, man.
4: man I, don't tell me about it. like when I quit I was, my show for five years over <laughs> like a lot of this I know,
0: shit, man. Like, I remember our district was completely cut out. <laughs> yeah.
4: No, it's but, a real um, deal, dude.
0: But it's just it's sad and it needs to change. Something's gotta give
4: Yeah, the way we're doing it is wrecked.
0: Totally wrecked. Nevada, though, they're accepting applications for consumption lounge licenses from now until October 27th, so you got a week to get your application in if you want to operate a consumption lounge in Nevada.
4: How many winners are being picked? Well, that's a good question. I can find out. It's like a three-license situation. It's
0: probably 12, because that number is sticking in my head. Um they're issuing up to twenty up and they to expect 20. to okay. receive forty to forty five applications.
5: And
4: they're gonna all be in Vegas, I assume.
0: Not necessarily, but that would make the most sense to have it in Vegas. Interesting. It's the whole state. Yeah. They've well. got, you know. Yeah. Consumption so lounge was written in.
4: Whole hell of a lot of nothing in Nevada, but And Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> consumption lounge sounds so gross says servo but...
0: yeah it's just like i just want a place where you can go smoke the weed like you can go drink a beer at a bar why can't i go smoke a joint at a bar oh shit even if it's outdoors you know like you can't smoke anywhere
4: yeah imagine like a guy walking up and down the rows at the baseball stadium
0: joints yeah blunts get your blunts joints yeah that would be sweet Except for, you know, how the clean air bullshit, you can't smoke anywhere. You can't smoke anything anywhere.
4: I can smoke a lot of things a lot of places, actually. Fucking watch me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And see, that's another thing that would be written into the Missouri Constitution. Is if you get caught smoking weed outside where the public can smell it, it's like, oh, now you're going to get a fine. Fuck that.
4: Ridiculous.
0: (laughs) You shouldn't be locked in your house. Uh my final story tonight comes from Rhode Island where both the Gloucester and Pawtucket police have issued the warnings I was expecting this whole month. Your kid's Halloween candy could actually be an edible. Oh my god, so watch there it is. Out. There it is. But what kills me is they're talking about Halloween candy and they're showing um Doritos with a pot leaf on it, Cheetos. Like snack foods, not things that you tech- usually get for Halloween trick-or-treat candy. Yeah,
4: popcorn balls are get the fuck out.
0: <laughs> the only candy on here is pop... Well, it says pot rocks. <laughs> Instead of pop rocks. Yeah, oh, I got it. But God, no one's giving out their edibles. <gasps> Getting high?
4: Yeah, that's that's a people, losing... Uh,
0: people pay good money for those.
4: That's a losing move. I know, everybody fucking says all the shit that's in Halloween candy, and it's just... It's all hype.
0: I would love for it's my kids hype. to get a metabol in their Halloween the candy. <laughs>
4: prove the rule, man.
0: I would snipe that so fast.
4: Like, everybody talked about, oh, there's razor blades and apples people are putting around out there. Yeah. It's like, what, what fucked up movie did you watch recently? Because well, that's the only place that kind of thing happens. Tis
0: the season for fucked up movies, too, right. though. I think that's part of it. The psychological manipulation of... Uh, Certainly. Trauma-based entertainment. Certainly. It just plays in people are like, it's getting cold, it's getting dark earlier, I'm going to put on a spooky movie. Now you got your brain in fight or flight mode and then they start pushing out all these warnings and stuff and you're like, you just eat it up because that's what you've been consuming for the past few weeks. hmm I just watch funny movies. <laughs> At this point in my life. <laughs> yeah. I haven't watched a, like... My grandpa called me the other day, don't watch the new Halloween. I was like, you don't have to worry about me doing that. I'm not planning on it.
4: Yeah, it wasn't in the Cods.
0: It was not in the Cods. But what might be in the Cods is a metal moment. Do we have a metal moment?
4: Oh, you know we've got one. Woo!
0: Rev Cyber Trucker, always coming through.
4: That's right. You know he has one fresh, hot, and ready to rock for us. Uh, would you like to hear it?
0: Yes, I'd love to.
2: In the bowl and in the morning, this here is Sir Reverend Cybertrucker and Kenny and Rogu with this week's Metal Moment. Living Color is one of those bands that most people would consider to be a one-hit wonder. And while technically they may be correct, they do have a lot of good music in their repertoire. Stylistically, their music is a blend of heavy metal, funk, jazz, hip-hop, punk, and alternative rock. And while most metalheads know the song, Cult of Personality, other gems like Leave It Alone have basically gone unnoticed. This is Living Color. Leave it alone.
4: Bringing it, hell yeah! That's one I wasn't as familiar with. So, thank you, Rev.
0: Yeah, thanks, Rev.
4: Appreciate that.
0: It's always surprising us.
4: Yeah, always bringing it, always mixing it up. That's what I like, bringing a new one. Yeah, you can follow along with his shenanigans, and uh, sometimes he even asks for input over on No Agenda Social. You can follow him at Rev Friend, I'm sorry, at Rev Cybertrucker. I only say it every week, and then I fuck it up. What can I say? At Rev Cybertrucker. Over at noagenasocial.com. That's the one you want.
5: Ding, ding, ding. And that's
4: the one you're going to get. Oh, yeah. Juicy. Uh, speaking of juicy, we got some uh, interaction here with the bowlers on our bowl line. Uh, you can play along, too. Call our texts, 816-607-3663. Uh, we did get a, uh, a text, by the way, that I was very excited to see. Uh, texter says, this is the Ralph Machio. Hello, Ralph. Hey, Ralph. Uh, First time I ever used chopsticks, I smoked that hoser Mr. Miyagi in a fly catching contest. (laughs) True story. In the bowl. Well, thank you, Ralph. In the bowl. (laughs) The Ralph Macchio. Thank you. Wow. Thank you for texting in. See, sometimes (laughs) you're just ultra famous and you don't want to to leave your voice on the show because your agent says it's a bad idea. So you can just text the bowl. Then you have uh, what Ralph has, which is plausible deniability. Perfect. Um, it would be implausible, though, to deny this next caller. Uh, oh, but first a make good. I promised myself I would not forget. Uh, I was gonna
0: remind you. And therefore, but I didn't remember, have to.
4: Yes, remember we had a blank uh, call. We had a blank voicemail from a blank caller um, last week, and so they got it in. But uh, just as we were wrapping the show, we were like already deep into the lanes. Uh, so here's our make good. <laughs>
0: Oh, <laughs> that is juicy.
4: There we go, a liquid way to start. Anyway, uh, I was saying something about not denying this next caller, and uh, and we don't.
6: Oh man, we are in the boat tonight. Oh eh? yeah, it's a
4: Tuesday. Make me want a bowl Tuesday, of gumbo. Tuesday,
6: Tuesday, with our Spencer and Dame Delorean. So <laughs> we know all this. I mean, come on, you know why else would you be here? Yeah, you know. Anywho, first time I used chopsticks, uh, I don't know. Kid, teenager, something like that. But, uh, the well, fact is, I actually use chopsticks for everything. I got a little portable pair of chopsticks that my mother-in-law got me. so Even my yogurt? Backpack, and I use those at work. And, uh, I use chopsticks at home. And yeah. So anywho, one time I was at church and, uh, years ago, years and years and years ago, and, uh, I just had mentioned, like, ah, I should start using chopsticks or something. And then, like, next week, some, some, a friend of mine at the time had, uh, came and gave me, like, a five pack of chopsticks of, like, uh, you yeah, know, non, like, permanent chopsticks, like, you know, ones you're not just throwing away or whatever. And then I got that a few more times and just started using chopsticks for everything and even got these, uh, which I should get some more of. A buddy, of uh, not too recently ago got me here, or, or recently ago, recent. Lee got me some uh brand k-bar which makes other stuff to make like knives and whatnot but got me a pair of uh k-bar chopsticks which are handy because you can actually just put those in the dishwasher they can put them in the um in the silverware holder and they don't fall through because most of the time, you just got to like kind of hand wash them so you rent them off the normal uh reusable chopsticks so or permanent chopsticks whatever you want to call them non-disposable ones but uh yeah so it's just a thing, and you know, I just do it all the time. And, you know, I get little comments. I use them chopsticks. I'm like, I don't know, just because I do. So, yeah, that's not the first time I use them, but, you know, now I just, I don't even think about it. And, uh, it is what it be, you know. I mean, the Chinese are doing it. Insert the whole Seinfeld thing, you know. The Chinese, they've, they've, seen, the sp- they've, seen, the, they've seen the spoon. I mean, they're not out shoveling the, Back forty with a pair pool cues. They're using a. They're using They're using a shovel, so they know what spoons are. Anywho. here, <laughs> uh, but they're sticking with the chopsticks. So I think that that was a lot of don't the stand up bits, but thank you. <laughs> All right, well, we always say it, but we always got to love you guys. Stay dangerous, and whether or not you're using chopsticks or using your fingers. Ta-ta!
4: that's some kung pao
0: hell yeah love you Christopher Battles yes
4: thanks for the ring Christopher Battles
0: keeping the chopsticks on his person
4: yeah I like that keep chopsticks on me I love the sticks man
0: you never know when you're gonna have to smoke Mr. Miyagi
4: I wanna know (laughs) if Christopher Battles eats his yogurt with chopsticks that's what I wanna know
0: I wanna know
4: you gotta tell me (laughs) Show me, Christopher Bells. Yeah. Because I can't think of anything more dangerous. To, uh, I can't think of a more dangerous way to stay than chopsticks in the yogurt. Uh, unless maybe uh, the danger is this next caller. Uh-oh. Not a lot going on. as a blankie. I was looking at it, and it said transcription not available, and I was like, hmm. Uh, and we're playing it.
0: That's usually not a good sign if
4: the uh, yeah,
0: transcript's not available. There's not
4: even uh, static. That's what's interesting. Like I'm playing, it it's been playing it throughout. So it is a 41 second voicemail. So I think caller did uh, believe they left a voicemail. Uh, but caller, perhaps uh you were muted or some uh kind of thing like that. Because there's absolutely nothing, not even some static in the line. Uh, not nothing. So uh, caller, caller, you may call back. Uh, I sense the call did not come far from here. Let's put it that way. Although I don't know who the caller is, I must say. Uh, next up, though, let's see if this uh, see if this kid can give it one better. Fuck, fuck! First
7: time I used chopsticks. Yeah. Well, it was like my very honorable great grandpappy said. Ah, so first time I used chopsticks, I, I, well, I rocked him on the ground, and and I, 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 I grab him. And they're really, really uh hard to find on ground when you and and uh, uh and top talk that
4: your grandpappy uh he sounds like a fart smeller, I'll tell you what.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man.
4: Oh thank you, sir. <laughs> the
0: inflection was perfect. <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: I think that the reary reary part is what killed me (laughs) straight to my, uh, straight to my belly. Oh my God. What you remember? Chopsticks first time. I remember
0: (laughs) not being able to use them very well for a long time.
5: Mm -hmm.
0: I really wanted to figure it out. (laughs) And you've mentioned a rubber band method. I never did that. I, uh, when I was, I was probably around five when I started getting into it. Like I got to figure this out. And I just wouldn't pull the chopsticks apart, the ones that you get at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just wouldn't pull them apart. So they were just stuck together and just kind of push them away from each other and pick up very tiny pieces of things. But one day I got brave. I broke the chopsticks apart and started fiddling around. And I'd say three years later, so around eight, I figured it out and became comfortable using the chopsticks. Became one with the chopsticks although i'm not great i'm not great with chopsticks still i'm kind of a clumsy chopstick user but i have fun using the chopsticks
4: i love chopsticks
0: i used to decorate my buns with chopsticks
4: oh that sounds sexy
0: (laughs) yep lulu from final fantasy X style shit i
4: love chopsticks shit i love boosters (laughs) (laughs) speaking of boosters uh the magical C dubs rolling one in on us for ten ten.
0: Oh magical C dubs, thank you. Pay
4: no attention, he's fucking testing, it says. Mm. Via Boost C L I. Uh fucking success looks like to us, but uh I don't know how many how many tries it took to get that one through, so I sense frustration. Seems uh seems to be working though. Seems to be working. Unlike that last uh that collar before. Sorry about that collar. The blank call. Sometimes there are technical diffamogies.
0: Yeah, and we we'll, would we'll love to hear from you. Yes. It's a call back.
4: Yeah. No, you mentioned the rubber band thing. So... Yeah. At the Chinese restaurant in our town, they had uh, kids chopsticks, right? Chopsticks for kids. Oh, okay. And the way that it worked was they would just open the chopsticks, break them apart. They would uh bra- take the wrapper, like the paper wrapper of the chopstick. Yeah. And they'd fold it in half and then just kind of roll it into like a thick cylinder. And then that thick cylinder was placed kind of near the top of the chopstick. And then a rubber band was wrapped kind of around in between the two chopsticks. So basically what you have is the chopsticks kind of held open. And you can just squeeze them. It's like uh, chopstick tongs kind of. So all you got to do is just squeeze the chopsticks like you're squeezing a, a pair of barbecue tongs. Nice. They're click, 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 and then you can use them. And so you use them in that way, and uh, yeah, it's like easy mode for chopsticks. So I used chopsticks like that for a couple of years once I found out they did that, you know. But I was not satisfied with that, and I always wanted to use them for real. And um, it wasn't until I got good at writing, because like, by that time, I'm like, I'm talking about like I'm three or four years old using the kid chopsticks, like... Very young.
0: Yeah. And you're a savant, so.
4: <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but <laughs> when I'm learning to write, that was kind of the key. Okay? Because writing and the way that you hold a pencil is the way that you should hold a chopstick, too. Um, for the active chopstick. You really only manipulate yes. one stick. The other stick, you just put right here in the crack of your thumb and... For all intents and purposes, you you ignore it. You kind of rest your ring finger on it just to hold it steady. But that stick is the steady stick. And then the second stick, you hold like a pencil, and you're just grabbing things with that. And you pinch, you grab, pinch, boom, boom, boom. As soon as I unlocked that secret of writing, and oh, it's just like writing. It's the same manipulation there. Then I was off to the races. And I, too, just like uh, Christopher Battle said... um, I love chopsticks. I like using them anytime they're around or, um, you know, we also have pairs here at home. I don't take them around with me. Maybe I should start. Uh, you actually
0: have a pair in the car.
4: I do have a pair in the car. You're right about that. I forgot about that.
0: But you never bring them in anywhere.
4: <laughs> no, you know. If you're in like a taco joint, you know, it's like, mm, I can really chopstick a taco, but... Uh, in your honor, Christopher Battles, I will eat yogurt tomorrow with the chopsticks. <laughs> and I will, uh, tell you how it goes. Tell you how it goes. Uh, this next caller is gonna tell us how it goes. If he's, uh, if that hangover wore off yet.
5: The,
8: uh, this time I used chopsticks, it had to be, uh, well, no, I know when it's not it had to be, I know what it is. Uh, nice. My mom pulled out all the pots and pans and then gave me the chopsticks as drumsticks, and I turned into Ringo Starr right there on the uh, kitchen (laughs) floor. Hell yeah. You know, playing the hits, uh, the full white album. Uh, no, not really, but that was the only drummer that I knew back then, I think. It was basically Ringo Starr, and it was from, because there was a Beatles cartoon that was um, syndicated on, uh, like one of the UHF channels. Back in the days before cable, Mm -hmm. because I'm old. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I'd sit there and endlessly beat on pots and pans. And I think I discussed, I think I said this on, uh, Hog Story the one time, uh, that, you know, me using those chopsticks to beat on pans. Obviously, you know, my mom knew to uh, go and get me piano lessons, which I hated. Uh, And I probably should have just took drum lessons on my own.
4: In the bowl. In the bowl. In the bowl. It's never too late, Ned. Ned, you could take drum lessons. Yeah. Shit. Come on down. I'll give you drum lessons. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) I'll give you drum lessons. And we won't use chopsticks either.
0: No.
4: We'll use some uh, 7As. Sounds Mm. legit. I like, uh, that's my preferred stick. Nice little Vic for a 7A. 7A if you can get them with a nylon tip.
0: The preferred stick, eh? Yeah,
4: the them ends last longer, you know, they don't splinter at the tip. Fuck your heads up. Yeah. You gotta get, you gotta have your tip on right.
5: Yeah, that's just the tip.
4: It. Otherwise you'll be like, uh, Ned, what do you say? Uh, sit there and endlessly beat. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you for, uh, that wonderful memory of the chopsticks, the chop pot.
0: Yeah, that's a great one. Mine was at a Chinese restaurant.
4: Wood or oh, metal? Pump. Oh, wood or metal? Ask C Dubs. Um, the most common, uh, most common chopstick I use is just the bamboo one that you get right there at the site, and that's just because, like I said before, I don't really bring them with me all the time. But the ones I have at home are wood,
0: and the travel ones are metal
4: one Tra- that's in the car. <laughs> travel one's in the car are metal, that's right. And I got those just as, uh, if you're a real estate guy, then <laughs> people send you dumb shit all the time with their logo on it. And so I got dumb shit logo chopsticks.
0: But they have their own carrying case.
4: They do. They have their, their fleek, dude. They're on point. And they're there in a pinch. I always forget about them. You, you need to remind me more often about these. Uh.
0: I never think about it either. Yeah. But so. this F-tie topic has... Uh, Jiggled the handle of my mind.
4: It's got me thinking about chopsticks. It's got me thinking about uh, this next color. Ooh. Yeah, man. Oh,
5: yeah.
7: Yo, man, I've been ripping rock, man. Last night, man, I was on a mission up up, fucking about 20, 10 blocks, man. and Dude, I picked up a 40. My buddy picked up a 40. Bet. And we got back, dude, and I had a handful of rock, man. Oh, my God. And I was just ripping it, just full-packed. You know, glass glass rose tube hit after hit, dude. <laughs> and wow. This is E S T C S T C R K P T East Coast Crackpot. Um hashtag H A W Z on noagendasocial.com. dot com. Okay. If you type that in, you'll find my show. Um, uh, it's pretty cool. I covered the horrible situation in Arizona, but man, I was fucked out last night, dude. Wow, man. And then I had to run into the shelter because they closed the gate at eight, dude. It was like seven thirty, but I messed up, I dropped my wallet, I lost everything, credit card, um, all that shit. I lost a credit card, my EBT card, I lost it, so I mean, you know, that's what happens when you get too fucked up, but um, what really sucks is that I lost my gold, gold gold-plated silver, uh, bar that I've been using to heal the whole shelter with, so I can use it, like, and I concentrate on to make it like a, like a Final Fantasy magic item or something, like heal the whole room, select all, you know, and then cure four or whatever, Okay. But, yo, I mean, this is a crazy day East Coast, Crackpot Let me tell you what, dude These rocks are massive, bro Because I thought the dude ran off of my 40s So I went you know, I went and looked someone else And I went and got another one And about three hours later he came back and said, yo, bro, I've been looking for you Here's your other piece So man, I mean, I just had these two boulders And it was like getting close to like time So I was just throwing it in and ripping it up Oh my rock is the way to go. Fuck weed, weed's stupid, <laughs> weed's old-fashioned, cocaine is the future of the world. And when we make it legal and 25 cents a pack, 25 cents a gram, is going to be cheaper than sugar, and America kick ass. USA!
4: USA! <laughs> there you go, Laurian, look what you've activated. Yep. The almonds. You've activated the almonds. <laughs> Of the East Coast Crackpot.
0: Hell uh, yeah. Thanks, East Coast Crackpot.
4: Thank you. Good to meet you.
0: Yeah, welcome to the bowl.
4: He was banging out seven gram rocks and finishing them, too. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Do
0: a little toot. Get <laughs> some work done, man.
4: CIA? Chat suspects CIA. <laughs> oh, man. They're back. With more money to raise. Oh, incredible. Incredible. You never know what you're going to get in the old bowl line. Um... Not that this is related in any way, but you remember the high flying Hawaiian man? He came yeah. in. He came in with like eight right in a row, and we had to like split him up to different shows, and then we've never heard from him again.
0: I know. I think about him every yeah. once in a while.
4: I hope he's doing all right out there. I hope he's doing he alright out there.
0: A great rabbit hole. Yeah, no doubt. That he was exploring.
4: Yeah. Well, it was weird times too.
0: It was weird times.
4: It was some weird. It's times.
0: always weird times though.
4: It seems kind of weird, you know. Cycles of weird. Sometimes they're weirder than others.
0: Yeah, 15 days was a very weird time.
4: Midterms, man. Shit gets really weird when it get closer to that, so I don't know. This has seemed pretty laid back so far, which makes me worry.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think that's smart to worry.
4: Not that much time left for surprises in October, so.
0: But wait a minute. I thought you did everything but worry.
4: Yeah, well, this I do. This is
0: uncharacteristic. <laughs> <of you.
4: laughs> I do, I do. You know, I'm just playing it up. Yeah. Uh, So, next week, F-Tie. Didn't you put these all on a fancy list for me?
0: I made a very beautiful list for you where they were all straight look, down yeah, and the it's, and
4: Look, it's so easy to find, too. I think it's your handwriting. Easy to find, easy to read. Keeps this thing uh within hand reach, within arm's reach. Wow, so F-Tie used chopsticks. That one is spent. Can What's the top one? Uh, You just want to go top to bottom. Uh, the top one is stayed at a motel.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: That's kind of spooky. We're uh, getting closer to Halloween. you so. thinking
4: spooky, huh? Yeah. Um. That's probably the spookiest, although Got My Blood Drawn is on there. Ugh. And
0: uh, I don't like that one.
4: <laughs> got. Dr- I saw a drag show. That's kind of spooky uh, ugh, and halloween That can be spooky, too, for uh, sure. Farted in front of a significant other. <laughs>
0: c <C-dubs, laughs> oh, too. we got to be spooky now, eh? <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, it's so trendy to I be liked, spooky.
0: I like the motel one
4: stayed at a motel yeah let's do it yeah do it. first time i ever stayed at a motel why did i circle it i fucked my whole system up it's all right
0: motel 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 yes like Bates motel
4: yeah like a motel not a hotel hey w- not a brotel.
0: um oh there's only one thing left to do now huh
4: fuck it dude let's go bowling right you are
0: yeah let's go bowling It would have been better to go bowling than to take your dog out for a walk at 9.30 p.m. In massive two shits because this dude walking his dog at night got surrounded by a pack of coyotes and couldn't figure out how to defend himself, so called 911. Mm. Just called and said, hey, I'm surrounded by coyotes, and they are not backing down. That's how I imagine the phone call went. Uh, Cruisers showed up and scared them away. You know, little cherries and berries gets the job done for lots of creatures. And they counted about nine coyotes. Their suggestion, if you're going to walk your dog at night or if you're going to take a nighttime stroll, bring a noisemaker or squirt gun or pepper spray. Okay. But, uh, you know, this is why I'd just say, carry.
4: Yeah, that's a noisemaker.
0: That sure is. That's also a lifesaver. And a peacemaker. And Peacemaker. That's exactly right. Uh, a LARPer from Ohio just pled guilty to planting a bomb at his romantic rival's Maryland home.
4: Oh, jeez! Sounds
0: like some fan fiction gone wrong. Yeah. But it's not. They start the whole article off by prefacing that this guy is a sex offender who lives with his mom. Which I was like, wow, that's throwing shade right at the beginning of the article. Uh, but his his charge for the sex offender status was pandering obscenity involving a minor, which I looked up. This is an Ohio-specific thing hmm. and leads me to believe uh, kitty porn. It's kind of the direction that that points out. Yeah. Ugh. Anyways, he plays a medieval game where you dress up and you LARP.
4: Oh, fantastic. Yeah,
0: and... Uh, he has a Discord group that he was a part of. Also fantastic. As you would. Yes. I, I can, I, as I was reading this article, I just heard C Dubs getting enraged <laughs> in my head. Anyways, he had a crush on a girl in this Discord group and decided to make a move on her and flirt with her. And she reminded him that she was dating a guy who was also in the group. So he knew about this and uh, whatever. Dude lived with his grandparents and this Ohioan. Thought, hey you know what i'm just gonna kill him so he decided to drive seven hours 350 miles away to plant a package bomb on dude's front steps and then dude's grandfather brought it in but luckily it didn't go off so guy got home the victim he got home from work and his grandpa's like hey you got a box So he opens it up, and inside the box, there's a smaller box that's wrapped in a ribbon. And he unties the ribbon to (laughs) open the box, and it starts making a whistling sound and blows. And he gets shrapnel all to the front of his body. Ooh. Because the Ohio guy cut all this metal into triangles. So we, like, really fucked him up. And he was in the hospital for 18 days, had to spend two weeks on a walker, and is still rehabbing because there's still metal shrapnel in his body. Yeah, the house was also rendered uninhabitable by the grandparents' insurance, and they tallied the damage up to about $70,000 worth.
5: Mm. It's
0: a
4: hell of a firecracker.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was trying to imagine it in my mind's eye exactly how powerful this thing was. To make a house uninhabitable,
4: yeah, that sounds wild. I mean, and it's then crazy not the kill yeah, the guy. Yeah, crazy. The guy's still walking around.
0: Could be an insurance scam.
4: Could be uh, one of them uh, lizards.
0: Could be a lizard. <laughs> Gosh. I mean, you know, one guy
4: just got shot in the head a bunch, and yeah, the didn't got elected priest. to the, the house or whatever.
0: It happens. Uh, yeah, stranger you know. things have occurred. That's for sure.
4: You can survive kinetic uh, incidents, I suppose. Mm.
0: Well. Let's see if the kids survive this. Radioactive waste found at an elementary school in Florissant, Missouri.
4: Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, they knew that <laughs> there was some uh, radioactive levels about because the school sits... it's Florissant. Yeah. <laughs> the school sits on the floodplain of the Coldwater Creek, yes. which was contaminated by nuclear bomb waste, I guess, allegedly, mm-hmm. that was manufactured during World War II. So, um, some Boston company came out and tested it, and the levels were 22 times higher than expected in the kindergarten play area. Mm. So, don't send your kids to school there, don't send them to school anywhere. No government schools, if yeah. you can help it.
4: Uh, just a recommendation, just not yeah. medical advice.
0: Not, yeah, I shouldn't give advice at all, <laughs> <laughs> but uh. I got a clip. This kid probably could have used some advice. Oh, no.
3: (laughs) Video of 13-year-old Jonathan Serrano going viral. (laughs) The Texas teen was chewing on a dog toy to bother his mom when he was supposed to be getting ready for a camping trip. Bastard.
1: And he wasn't ready yet, and he's sitting there annoying me with this dog toy And so I get a two liter bottle and I'm like, Jonathan, I'm gonna hit you if you don't stop. And when I go to grab it, it's empty. And he ducks and he swallows it. It just went down my throat into my lungs. And so every time I talked or laughed, it would squeak.
3: He swallowed the small toy by mistake. Rushing to several emergency rooms, trying to get it removed, he became a laughing sensation even for the doctors.
5: He was like king
1: of the hospital. All the doctors and nurses would go in there and be like, hey, can you make the noise for
0: us?
3: (laughs) The sound effects made for some hilarious moments, but he knew it was serious.
0: Well, I was afraid that like the dog toy might
1: move to position where air wouldn't go through anymore. So, when I'll stop, like suffocate.
4: That's what I was afraid of.
3: There it was, <laughs> lodged in his esophagus. ER doctors put him to sleep and used a scope to retrieve it. Here it is after the white whistle finally removed, and for Jonathan, a lesson learned. Don't annoy your mom and don't put tiny stuff near your mouth. The prank made him miss his camping trip, but he says there's one plus to going viral. Everyone's calling me cute on the comments, so I kind of like it.
5: Wow,
0: yeah! Don't put tiny stuff near your mouth. Yeah, no tiny, no tiny stuff. It's big things.
4: Big shit only near the mouth,
0: dude. (laughs) Yeah, big stuff only. (laughs) Yeah,
4: I'll never eat rice again.
0: (laughs) It's that stupid. You've seen them because we have dogs and we have dog toys and the dog toys fall apart eventually. But it's like a tube with the the whistle at the end. I don't know how else to describe it. They called it a white whistle. It kind of looks like a shotgun shell, but it's plastic. Okay, It's yeah. smaller. Yeah.
4: No, I've seen many a dog toy be ripped to shreds.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. That grossed me out.
4: Yeah, that was a pretty nasty one.
0: And then he didn't even get to go camping. I would have, yeah, like, you That's gotta weak. make that boy camp. It's weak. Make him camp.
4: Yeah, get his ass out there. Yes. I well, would have kept the uh, wolves away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you better hope
0: know. that you don't suffocate on this, you Maybe idiot. I would have
4: brought him closer. I don't know.
0: Mm, yeah mm, Chew toy <laughs> God the Big doctors
4: in. are so fucking annoying though Everybody go in your room like Do the thing Do the thing
0: Yeah Isn't that gross Well
4: don't just like Go stay on your own floor Buckwit Hey there's a kid down on two Who's got a squeaky toy in his lung You gotta see this <laughs> Ugh, Fucking doctors <laughs> no, suck They
0: put it, probably put it on their um Stupid channels and stuff Their video making Shit They just don't seem very busy You know, every time I have been to a (laughs) hospital in recent times or see things posted online, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, hater alert. They're dancing around and shit. That's so dumb. (laughs) Anyway, you want to dance? Go to the ballet. (laughs) Cripes. A severed finger was left behind at a crime scene, and it helped the cops ID the suspect. So there was an attempted home invasion that went down. Homeowner gets out, starts his car in the driveway, and is about to take off to work when a guy shows up and tries to force his way into the house. So dude runs back, and they kind of get into it. Yeah. The intruder had a gun, and it went off during the altercation and grazed the resident's chest.
5: Mm.
4: But he was okay. Cool.
0: Uh, the resident managed to get inside and shut the door on the intruder's hand. ha. And the Fuck your hand. Yeah, the intruder went running and there was a glove left behind that got pulled off his hand. Well turns out there was a finger inside the glove. Base. Pulled the finger off during the door shutting. Not a finger, I guess. So <laughs> the cops came and were able to fingerprint the finger and I <laughs> did it to a sixty seven year old guy.
4: Oh my god. Uh
0: who was arrested. Um, and was also a felon in possession of a weapon, which you know never helps the case for that dude.
4: Boomers are too old to do robberies now. You guys gotta stop. Your fingers <laughs> aren't attached that oh well. Oh my god! They just come <laughs> off too easy. Like you gotta think this through, man. Oh. You gotta. You old. You're wise. You've knocked a few houses off. Like what you gotta do is get some goons. Probably millennials. Aim for some zoomers. Zoomers. Gen X, if you really just don't know anybody, but dude, sixty-seven. Yeah, it's too. It's time to pass the torch, my man. (laughs) Time to pass the torch.
0: Uh, Too late now. They fingered him. (laughs) They sure did.
4: They fingered the perp. Wow. Yep. Absolutely incredible. Good work.
0: A Texarkana man was arrested after scaring the bejeebies out of Walmart shoppers the other day. <laughs> <laughs> That's a quote, but there is no audio to go along with it, which is so disappointing.
4: Mm, my goodness.
0: So it started off, uh, the cops were getting calls from a movie theater about a guy running around with a hatchet in his pants. And then <laughs> and then they started getting calls from the Walmart about a guy running up to people shouting nonsense also had to had a hatchet in his pants i guess
4: (laughs) (laughs) it's just my pants hatchet
0: (laughs) so cops roll up to the walmart and they find this 25 year old dude with hatchet stick sticking out of pants and a baton also in his pants Uh, and he was about to get into a truck so they approached him they're like hey what's up why you got this hatchet he's like i need it for protection they Mm. were like oh okay Turns out that truck he was about to get into had been reported stolen, so they were just able to arrest him on that.
4: Wow, that's easy.
0: But geez, <laughs> hatchet in the pants, in the pants, like not you know on your side or anything.
4: That's just... like that uh, Tosh point oh bro. Smash, smash, smash. <laughs>
0: Remember? Yeah, Circus Media says, is that a hatchet in your pants, or are you just excited to see me? <laughs> Ew. Hey, why not both? Yeah, and he fit a baton in there too, so.
4: He's got room in wow. his pants. That's what we're trying to say. Yeah. There's room.
0: Just a reminder not to put small stuff near your mouth. That's right. Ugh. That's
4: in, a dumb place to keep balls.
0: This is a dumb place to keep contact lenses. Uh-oh. Stacked on top of each other in your eyeball. You're going to a, a Newport Beach, California doctor just removed 23 contact lenses from a patient's eye. Oh. This woman is in her mid-70s. Showed up at the eye doctor saying, Hey, my eye kinda hurts and my vision is blurry.
4: Oh my god. So
0: doctor looks at her eye, well there's no debris, no scratches. Gets out the eyelid speculum
4: mm-hmm.
0: and sees this dark purple blob of contact lenses in the deep pockets of the eyelid. Oh, no. So she pulls at it and they come out in a chain. 23 contact what lenses. What is she doing? Drooping down her lid. The doctor says that lady is very lucky she did not lose her vision. And the patient has been advised to stop wearing contact lenses since she apparently forgets that she puts them in. You know, because she doesn't take much. She just puts another one in and another one in and another one in. (sighs) The doctor talked about, oh, I thought this was my Guinness World Record moment. And then they didn't follow up on it. So I'm wondering if it's not. If someone has had more than 23 contact lenses removed from their Mm, eye.
4: Sometimes there's, like, qualification standards, too, to get into Guinness. It's like... (laughs) I don't know.
0: I don't either. It depends
4: on what the thing is, you know, and they want this and that, but I don't
0: know. Yeah. She kept describing it like a deck of cards. She's like, I was pulling out this, it's like a deck of cards, because then once you get them out, you can separate them all and see how many there are, but they're just like It sucks when a
4: a lens goes back in the back of your eyeball, but that's the key. Like, it sucks. Like, once that happens to you, you spend the rest of the amount of time it takes to get it the fuck out. You don't just pop another one in. You don't like lose awareness of the fact that it's back there fucking making your day bad.
0: That's nightmare fuel for me.
4: And you also can't see out of that eye. Oh my gosh. Because you need the contact in place to see. Ah, man, that's incredible. I
0: don't like this.
4: Old lady. (sighs) Oh, well. Boomer. At least she's not out there robbing (laughs) houses and losing fingers.
0: No, she's almost lost an eye.
4: Got that going for her.
0: Uh, Well, this was kind of a surprising feel-good story. I'll play it for you. Lighten the mood. Stop thinking about eyeballs.
4: Okay, I'm into that
0: my name is john mcdonough and i've been driving a yellow cab in new
1: york city for the last 40 years and boy does this irish american cabbie have a story to tell nine years ago i pick up this guy that guy was fellow irishman shane gaffney from dublin ireland who was a student in the city at the time when mcdonough dropped him off shane did not have enough money to pay the fare he said he owned a bar in Dublin. I said, yeah, everybody owns a bar in Dublin. But he says, no, I, I can get you some free pints of Guinness. So then they figured out just how many pints McDonough could get if he ever went to Dublin. We worked out almost like Wall Street brokers. What was the exchange rate between the dollar and the euro? And then we figured out what the price of a pint was, and it came out to two pints of Guinness. Now, keep in mind, this is going on at 4 o'clock in the morning. Shane writes an IOU to McDonough to come to his parents' pub in Dublin and to tell them, Shane Gaffney sent you from America and two free Guinness on me. And I took him up on it nine years later. Last month, McDonough went to Dublin, cashed in on his two pints of Guinness with Shane and his parents, and the media went wild for the story. Oh, I bet they did. Gaffney and Son Pub had a banner welcoming McDonough. His mother was at the bar and she says to me, she goes, what was my son doing in your cab at 4 in the morning? I said, you know what? He was working at St. Vincent de Paul the night shift. He was just getting off, <laughs> and he was a little short money. I said, that's how. It, that's what happened. So you didn't throw him under no, the bus no, to his mother? No, mother's. I saved him. Oh, you're a good man. Give yes. me a high five on that one. <laughs> <laughs> on top of all this attention, Guinness gave McDonough a tour in Ireland of the Guinness Storehouse, which is a shrine of what was the brewery. And they even put his face on a pint so where do you go from here oh it's all downhill from here you gotta be kidding (laughs) now i gotta start paying for (laughs) guinness. come
0: on
4: the party's over man i love how you can't get b-roll in new york without a big fucking siren at some point i know fantastic
0: also the way she talks is uh, atrocious oh it's awful
3: Uh, the media just went wild (laughs)
0: that's perfect
4: Oh, it makes me fucking want to puke.
0: People really talk this way. Mm, I
4: can't do We're just throwing that word around? People?
0: Lizards really (laughs) talk this way. (laughs) Thank you.
4: I corrected Mm, it. (laughs) I shouldn't have stepped on it. I'm sorry. That was excellent. Oh, that's all right. One more time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. Lizards really talk this way. It's hard right. to do something I'll, again. I'll accept it. It I'll wasn't as good it. as the first time. It was better. Mm-hmm. Because okay. you were so
4: ass-blasted about it.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Channeled my inner news radio Phil Hartman anger. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I'd be ass-blasted about this, getting your legs stuck in a massage chair.
4: Uh, no, thank you.
0: Happened to a Florida woman this week. No explanation exactly how. Oh.
4: Uh 70% chance of fat?
0: No. No, I saw her legs. They were nice legs. Oh. Uh there's just like this rescue video that's going around of it from the fire department cuz I guess they wear body cams now too.
2: Okay. Uh, she's in
0: yoga pants. She's got nice legs. Looked fine. I'll Looked take like your a word fine person. It. I'll take your word but for it. Her foot was lodged between these, like, metal pipes in the leg rolling section. Which, like, when I picture a massage chair, I'm basically just picturing a lazy boy. You know, and there's no hole. There's no hole there to put your foot into. Right. So, I don't understand how her foot would have gotten in there in the first place. I just, I don't know. None of it makes sense. And the firefighters did not give any explanation. They just went in there with their their power tools. You know, they had to uh, use a grinder an electric grinder to Ah. remove these steel rods that were pinching her foot inside the machinery of the massage chair. Obviously, after they cut the power to the chair and tried taking it apart. Uh, But yeah, it's a mystery. It's a mystery. I've never heard of a massage chair swallowing someone's leg.
4: Like the cassette player eats the tape every once in a while? Yeah. That's why you get a real hands-on masseuse. Fuck these chair things, man.
0: Fuck these chairs.
4: Fuck your chair.
0: Yeah, seriously. I don't know. The massage chairs just never really do it for me. No way. They don't rub me in the right places. No. But I'm small also, and the chairs are always quite quite large. So I don't fit in them right, Yeah. I feel like. Uh, But I, I kind of, uh, with her leg being inside that part of the chair, I just think maybe she was like falling asleep, and she has like, a partner or a dog or something that she's used to tucking her legs under for warmth or something. And maybe she like found this crack in the chair and was like, just, you know, falling asleep, and sticking my leg in there for that pressure Mm -hmm. and whatever. And next thing you know, your foot's just being gobbled up by the machinery.
4: (laughs) That sounds like an unpleasant time to me.
0: Yeah, me too. (laughs) I don't want to find out. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I'll be sitting in any massage chairs anytime soon after this one. No, hell no. Oh, uh, My final story for the lands tonight is that the butternut squash record for heaviest butternut squash is back in America. Thanks to a Michigan farmer who broke it with a 104 and a half pound squash. We can awesome. say he squashed the uh, the last record. hey Yeah. Actually, uh, the record was set just a week ago.
4: Squash Before was squished. Before he showed
0: up, squashed was squished. Excellente. And he only beat it by one and a half pounds. Oh, is that all? Yeah. I mean, it's a 104 pound freaking squash. Just squeaked
4: but, back. It squeaked but he, by.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was a changing of the gourd. <laughs> if we didn't go wrong. Son of a bitch.
4: <laughs> I guess Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, butternut squash, they usually are like three to five pounds. This one was 104. (laughs) Wow. But this guy, he's grown giant pumpkins before, and his mom grows giant pumpkins. Her heaviest is like 800, and his heaviest uh, was 1,700 roundabout. Mm. So not world record pumpkins, but they're into the competition vegetables, man. And he said that his 5-year-old grew a 94-pound watermelon by herself. Wow. Wow. Yeah. You know he probably said to her when they weighed it? What? You butternut squash me.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That was a reach. Yeah. That was a reach. It
0: was, but it was worth it. I was reading about his process for growing these giant vegetables. (laughs) Yeah. And he made a hammock out of the trampoline material. Like, just cut the top of a trampoline off and put the squash on that. To keep it off the ground so that it could get airflow. And then he used sheets to cover it so it had shade to prevent it from cracking in the sunlight. He mm. called it preventing splits.
4: Okay, interesting.
0: But he's got half an acre dedicated to his competition patches. And he says weed maintenance and vine training is a daily activity for him. Wow. So a lot of love goes into this. No doubt. Yep.
4: Some people just need a hobby, man. What can I say?
0: Yeah, wh- what can I say?
4: What can I say? Well, what can we say? It's we've another said, bowl uh, of the books. We've said it all kinda. This is that magical part where uh we fade it on out. That's we've right. Done our done our uh, Tuesday duty. And we appreciate everybody hanging out. Bowling along with us, trolling along with us. Sending all those boosts, all the voicemails and texts. Appreciate it. It's always a good time hanging out every Tuesday. I'm very excited uh, for this Friday. It's going to be kind of a, a little bit of a different talk, something that uh, we've never really done a show anything like this. i never had a guest uh, quite in this area of expertise before, so I'm really excited about... Uh, We're excited about what he's got to bring. I don't know what to expect. Alex from Control Pew. Check us out Friday. We're going to go live right around 9 central. And, uh... Of course, we will be back at it next Tuesday and every other Tuesday for the foreseeable future. That means forever. Throughout that whole time, I'll remain Sir Spencer Wolf of Kansas City.
0: And I'll be... Dame Dolorian. till next time bowlers may your bowls burn ever brighter
5: bowl after bowl till he's sick oh man Oh, oh, oh
2: man yes yes That if you'd ever listened to my podcast, we can see their human body. Maybe you need to take a nap, because you sound miserable.
7: BowlAfterBowl.com. BowlAfterBowl.com.